That's my shit. That's my shit. Yo. Hello. Hello. Oh, hey, Jinx. You are listening to Jeff Horst. And Astro Navarez. And this is my shit on today's episode of That's My Shit. Yes. I uh, am introducing Esther to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes, and my shit is the smaller shit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm showing Jeff the Tex Avery cartoons, House of Tomorrow, Car of Tomorrow, Television of Tomorrow, Farm of Tomorrow. It's all the things of tomorrow. Yeah. In their weird ass. Yep. And it was uh, my first time checking those out. So that was uh, interesting as well. We will get into all of that and more. And more <laughs> on this episode of That's, That's My, my shit. shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my That's my shit. We're doing it. Lost We're doing it. Already can't do it. Oh, man. We got a remote. That's Shut my shit. My eyes. Today's Jeff's shit. You want me to press play? How do we yep. do this? Tell me when to open my eyes. Open your eyes. Touchstone. Oh, don't pictures. look at that. Don't. Oh, no. all right. Be- okay, now you can. Okay. It shows the title. For yeah, like five that's seconds. dumb. It's stupid. Got some piano music. Who framed Roger <laughs> Rabbit? Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Pause. All right. Yeah. I want to say I saw it once, maybe. Once, maybe? Yeah. I don't remember. I remember. This I think even I remember still it holds coming up. out. I Googled how long it was. And it. I, so then you see like the runtime and then you see like the rating of the movie. It still holds up. It's still like 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, Damn, you is, guys fucked with rabbits so hard. <laughs> this came out in like 88 or 86. It was a year before or after I was born. I was born. Excuse me. I was born in 87. So we did Space Jam. Yeah. When did Space Jam come out? Nobody knows. 90 something. What do you think? Why do you ask me questions? Because I don't know. You should just <laughs> know ears. things. Ears aren't real. But it was 90s. So there's another rabbit. Yeah. But I only know him from this. I don't even know him from other any other. No, universe. no. This is Jessica Rabbit. What do you mean? Oh, there's another rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Oh, my God. I forgot. Jesus. I was just thinking of fucking Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. I mean, there's just rabbits. What the fuck? Yeah. And um, yeah. And so like, did you jack off to her? <laughs> I, I felt it. Did. I felt you asking the question before you did. I knew you were going to. No, I didn't. Did. I never jacked off. I've never jacked off to cartoons. I'm not going to say that she wasn't attractive. She was a she was a hot. She's one of the, probably the hottest cartoon in history. Probably. I mean, if you go when you Google it, it's like, yeah, that's the the cartoon sex symbol. You know, I mean, she's what about that Incredibles woman's ass that you looked up the other day? Yeah, that's too new though for it to be like the greatest. You know what I mean? Like, I no, guess. man. It's. I mean, like, not the prettiest, right? The yeah. other, like, there's some prettier Disney princesses. Sure. But the sexiest. The sexiest, yeah. She was in. Oh, now I have questions. I'm I know like, we haven't even watched the damn right. movie yet. We didn't even right. get past the first screen. We'll go. All right, we're doing it. That's my shit. That's my shit. We're back. What a fantastic fucking movie. Can we can we just be honest? Can it, we, oh, I have so much to say. So many things to say. First of all, I mean, the movie is so ahead of its time. It's just ahead of its time. And the setting of it, it was it came out in, I think they said 88, but it, 
It's set in 47. It, it's, it's just a great movie. So we open up with Roger Rabbit watching a baby, and he'll be in trouble if anything bad happens. So bad stuff obviously happens. And then the kitchen sets on fire, and hilarity ensues, and the baby causes a flood in the sink, and he electrocutes himself, and, you know, it's just a zany Looney Tunes setup. I am trying to remember why I didn't watch this movie. One of the reasons, I think, for oh, sure, God. was that fucking baby again. Remember? Oh, okay, God. we had yeah, the I other know. episode. For those of you who haven't listened to had- every episode, we did Rugrats, and I was like... Yeah, I didn't watch Rugrats because we all thought that that was some mobster baby and we don't like that shit. Like so me and my friends didn't like that shit. That. Well, then this baby's one of that fucking baby. This, this movie, the, the baby's in the movie for the first scene and that first scene only. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the rest of the motherfucking movie. Why? So you just, you see a, a character you don't like in the first five minutes of a movie and you're like, nope. He could have been in the trailer. It's just that like, well... I thought that the baby was in the rest of the movie just from watching it right now. I'm trying mm. to figure out why. Well, I also just didn't really fuck with old-timey shit, and I thought it was weird that it was half cartoon. I can't think of what I wow. else that I saw sure, that was half I mean, cartoon. Uh, Remember that... You're um, just describing that you used to be a hater. Oh, now yeah. You understand it's, of course it's, it's I was amazing. a hater. Like um that Paul Abdul video with the I, cat. MC Scat Magat Cat? Paula Ab- Abdul? Yeah. That was like this too. Don't you wanna me forever? Oh, oh, oh. oh. What well, did she not do? that she had one, a though, cat? but that, yeah. That's the only thing she did is go oh, oh, oh in a song and then host American Idol. There was a different song. Mm, I don't think she did anything in between that. And then the cat was in the video and it was much like this. It was like this was just all the rage so much wow. that she made her own fake Roger Rabbit. Wow. I don't know why, but I like now that it it's like making fun of all cartoon tropes. Yeah, I what's what was crazy to me is watching this is that you know this so this was my shit for this episode, and I remember loving this movie, but I remember loving this movie more than I remember the movie itself. Like I just know that I watched it a million times, but I also watched it a million times when I was like seven or eight. So like watching this now, it's like, it's like wa- watching it almost seems like a familiar dream I had. Like it doesn't, ev- everything that happens, I'm like, I get excited about, even if it's not a great part of the movie, just because I'm like, oh, that, ha- oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah, just remembering it. Just remembering it is crazy. I didn't know, oh, maybe I knew at some point. I don't remember knowing that it was this hardcore fake Looney Tunes. Like who put this out then? This is on the Disney Channel. Um, okay. watching it on but Disney so right did now. Disney put it out? Had to have. There's Bugs Bunny and Dumbo. No, but Bugs Dumbo. Bunny isn't Disney. Like when we watched uh the was it New Space Jam? Mm-hmm. When they were like, oh, but we can't talk about that mouse because we don't have that kind of money or something like. They were well, like, I thought that was just a joke. It is, but they also I Looney Tunes and Disney are not together. That's Warner Brothers. Is Looney Tunes. Uh, this looks like it's supposed to be Warner Brothers, like the area. It's like fake mm-hmm, Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. But it's just so weird to me because they have Disney characters, but mm-hmm. then they also have Donald Duck and shit. This is like 
Avengers having Batman in it. They they could never make this movie now. Like Betty Boop's in there. This Betty is Boop's like when it. yeah, this is history. This is like when songs used to just be able to sample anything. Yeah. And they just like, oh, I don't know. We yeah. gave Betty Boop five dollars, and now she's in the movie. I don't mm-hmm. think they can do that now. Yeah, strip. The good thing about uh, Dumbo being in the movie is that uh, Dumbo works for Peanuts. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was the line. So, oh my god. That how, was the line. So how old were you when you? Okay, so you were like five. Yeah, five, seven, eight, five through ten is the same year. I don't, okay. It's. I just wondered, like, what age you were? Yeah, all like, I was. Yay. A, I was a child. Had this on VHS, obviously. I don't really have to specify the types of technology that existed. Uh, obviously, I watched it on a VHS. But, uh, yeah, it was just so great. And then there's so many more things that you appreciate now watching it as an adult that I don't think that I laughed at as a kid. Like Because as a kid, I, don't even, I, don't even, I didn't even know who half these characters were. I didn't understand half these references. Like in the background, there's all of these uh, these tunes that were uh, getting in character and were practicing their lines, and there was cows practicing their lines, and they were just saying moo. <laughs> and it's a like, cattle call. Moo. Yeah, it said cattle call. One of them was putting on lipstick. It was great. There was a lot of stuff in the background uh, that was amazing. I would have liked it because I do like this kind of humor. That's the I don't. What do you call it when? It's like that, like that thing. Cattle calling. It's a actual cow. I, I call it a Bojack Horseman. <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> the Bojack. They do the Bojack in the background. But that kind of stuff was in. Well, our neighbors just—I don't know what they did. They threw log. They throw logs all yeah, day. Yeah, sometimes they it roll just barrels. Like, yeah, they just there's stuff just rolling. <laughs> it just but like for two hours straight, it's just rolling. And I'm like, I don't know how you roll things for that long. <laughs> um, uh, that I liked that kind of humor. So I guess I just didn't like detectives. So I was like, mm-hmm. fuck these detectives. But, um. Hold on. Oh, the beginning, they it seemed like it was making fun of like Tom and Jerry, which mm-hmm. it's weird because I liked Tom and Jerry, but I also didn't. It was like we just watched cartoons because they were on and there was only one on at a time and we just had to sit through mm. until like a part that we liked was there. Yeah. But they did the trope of um having to save something like Popeye had that where mm-hmm. olive oil would walk around the construction site with like and a blindfold on or hypnotize. Yeah. yeah. And then like, you have to like move everything to try to save yeah, her. So he and was, then that person always gets hurt. Yep. So the, so Roger Rabbit was trying to save the baby and the baby was just trying to get some cookies. And then, so in the beginning, did you think that was the movie? Did you realize that that was just like a scene and it was being recorded? I did not know it was being recorded like a TV show, but I knew that the movie had people in it because I saw the trailers. For those of you listening, uh, yes, the movie has cartoon characters living in a world with humans. They all know. And I I don't know. Maybe somebody doesn't know who, who, you know, about Roger Rabbit. Those of you in Korea who have yet to. For those of you that are Gen Z and don't know who who think Roger Rabbit is like the new version of Bugs Bunny. I don't know. Gen Z, that's so crazy. When you get older, young people Gen don't Z. know anything. They're, we they're were, all so dumb. We were looking at we were looking at TikTok, and there was some Gen Z people who said nobody knows that Eddie Murphy had a song. Can you believe this? I just unearthed the secret. Eddie Murphy had a had a pop song. And I was like, <laughs> the, the weird thing is, is that we heard that song last week. We just played it on our TV. 
Everyone knows that it, I I think everyone knows, but you know they're just all learning and everything for the first that, time. That saw Eddie Murphy at his peak of his comedy career when he was famous. Like everybody that lived it, you know what I mean. Like there's people now that just there's some names that are so famous that people don't even know really their whole catalog. They're just like, oh, so and so is this. Will Smith is an actor. Like there's going to be some, yeah, that's going to happen to some people. Some people are going to be like, did you know Will Smith made music? Oh my God. Yeah, who knows? That's We're 20 years away from that probably. Yeah. Did you know that the Fresh Prince and <laughs> Will Smith are the same guy? <laughs> Shut up. Who knows? It's it's hard to predict what things they will be yeah, uh, well, surprised uh, of. This is coming from someone who just found out that Dave Grohl was in Nirvana. So I'm, I throw it out of my head every time. <laughs> I mean, first of all, can we stop? Give, you don't get a first, <laughs> you don't get a real name and a band name. Oh, geez, Louise. you get one name. I'm not going to remember two things. Um, I and liked, what is, why are we calling it Nirvana if it's just him? Are there other people? It's not just him. Foo Fighters was just him, but then he got a band. You can't be in two bands. You get one band. If what? it doesn't work the out, then, you, then you quit. That's, I'm sorry. You don't get a band. I don't get to just... A lot of people are in Just reinvent bands. myself as a new comedian and be like, no, my name is Zany J. It's like, no, that's corny as shit. No, you get people one do that. thing. Yeah, nobody likes them. There's a difference between being in a band and being a solo artist. John Mayer can join a band tomorrow, and then he's in a band now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep track of it. All right, unless fine. it's called the John Mayer Band. I don't keep track of the Motown Laugh Kings. So there. <laughs> All right, we're not. We're not getting into that level oh, of topic right did... now. Okay. We're going there. <laughs> you wanna... That's what the podcast <laughs> is I... about now. Fuck Roger Rabbit. Uh, okay. We really want to list. Are we? <laughs> so are we anyway, getting there? Okay. No. So right, I liked the. the ledge. I liked the um, Acme. References that mm-hmm. was great. Mm-hmm. That was the shout out to the cartoon land, Toontown. Did you like that the baby uh, said toots? Oh my god, the badass baby! As soon as I saw that, I knew that you were going to say that. that. That that's why the that you thought that you know all babies just were badass babies back then. They were all gangster babies. And um, I love that. So the detective had to. Uh, he thought that Roger Rabbit was doing a bad job on set. And so they were like, he's costing us money because Roger sucks at his lines. I think he's he's too distracted by his wife and his wife is Jessica Rabbit. And so he's like, get some pictures to incriminate her so they can break up and he can concentrate on his job. That's what I think what the thing was. And he's like, I'll give you a hundred bucks. And he. And he's like this job. Bucks. He's like this job is gonna the job's gonna cost you a hundred bucks. And he's like that's insane. That's so funny. Bucks. That was so funny. So I think it's funny too that they knew like that Roger Rabbit was too ugly for Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, just to go along with every the, fucking show. Well, that's just the power of titties that it even crosses over through like animal and human relationships that people are like that bunny is not attractive enough for that human woman that's the power of titties and he could have like just gotten i mean if you queer eye roger rabbit then he's fine he's it's not like he's ugly i mean somebody needs to defend him so we're glad that you know that you can (laughs) he's wearing the fucking overalls like just yeah put on a suit if you dress him up and queer eye like sure suit and tie jt him Come on. He's, I mean, right now, he's definitely the Pete Davidson of the movie. He's just, mm-hmm. 
He's an ugly he's weirdo. Yeah. And he's with a hot girl so, yeah. with a big ass. Well, she doesn't even have that big of an ass. She has a tiny waist. She had a big ass for the, t- that for the time. That was the ass of the yeah. time period. Yeah. But she had some big old titties. She did have big titties. And yeah. they're always almost falling out. Yeah. That's the way you're supposed to draw them. Oh, I mean, man. like, I mean, it, it would be completely dishonest of me. Do you understand how the penis works, right, Esther? Yeah. Okay. It, it It's impossible as a man watching that scene to say that your penis did nothing. I will, that's, that, that's, that, that's what I was, I'm not saying that I'm attracted to cartoons, but, but, but when you see moved. Jessica Rabbit dancing around, doing that whole song and number, and just blowing in dudes' ears and touching their faces and sitting on their laps and being all, you know, doing her thing, it's impossible to be like, it's, it's doing stuff. I think this movie was dirty for yeah. children. Yeah. But it was for kids, right? I don't know what the rating I don't was. Think it's called it's about a murder. A man got it's but at they, least, they uh, Let's find out. Can they we don't swear and stuff? Hey Google. What is Who Framed Roger Rabbit rated? PG. Why do we ever have it on low? I don't know. Okay. Rated PG. It's rated so, PG. Yeah, it's not even PG thirteen. So speaking of the violence, so uh, this was just funny to us, and I think it wasn't supposed to be funny, but um, uh, they were like, um, "Hold on, let me find the na- the note." They were like, "He doesn't like tunes. Ever since a tune killed his brother, dropped a piano on his head." No, it was supposed to be funny. I don't. I don't it know. They played because, emotional music. No, that's the joke. That's why I'm like, oh, I totally would have liked really this movie funny. because that's like the the humor like, that is that you. That's the like airplane mm-hmm. humor and the um, what's it called? Uh, I can't think of what that thing's called. Police Squad or whatever. Mm-hmm. You probably don't know what that is, but yeah. So far, you haven't said anything. Oh Lord. You said no. Should just save it for the podcast. Anyway, there's there's a specific type of humor that is that mm. that kind of humor. I don't mm-hmm. know what to call it, but anyway, it's it's all the just listing tropes. Yeah, my cartoon one of, tropes. One of my favorite was uh, he jumped on the uh, so he didn't have money for a train, uh, subway, whatever that transportation was, and uh, so then he jumped on the back of it, and then there are these kids. And I guess that this is just like a time period where kids were homeless. What what yeah, is and that? Dirty. What, but what was that? Are they homeless kids? I think some of them were. Because that's only that there aren't homeless kids now. There's only homeless kids then in TV world. There was yeah. so many the homeless kids selling newspapers. Yeah. They just live and they had the dirtiest. Fa- I see real homeless people every day. Their faces are not covered in dirt. Yeah. The on TV, if you are a homeless child, you have to take your face and rub it in dirt. <laughs> Otherwise, they, nobody knows. They were smoking cigarettes. They were smoking cigarettes. If you smoked, I'd be like, is that why you smoke cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> I think everything influences. Yeah. I loved that. Uh, there's so many jokes I didn't get the first time I watched it. He's like, can I get a whatever on the rocks? And I mean ice. And I, as a kid, I never understood that. I never even yeah, noticed yeah. that he put, I just thought, I, I don't know. It's like, I can't remember how, what of this I understood when I was a kid. But I, I doubt that. But there's just so many great details. You know, the penguins were waiters yeah, at the bar. They had suits. Yeah. So then they had to. So he went to take incriminating pictures and then he found pictures. Uh, he took pictures of her playing patty cake with uh, Acme. 
the owner of Acme. And it was so funny because they were making sex noises. Yeah, that was really... They, they were making like... Slightly uh, disturbing. Patty cake. patty cake. If I watched that with a parent, I would feel weird. <laughs> that had to be weird for your mom to watch that shit with you. I, she I don't, probably just distracted you during that scene because it was no, a little No, I don't think my parents... like Sexy. My parents never had to watch TV with me. They did oh, if they well, wanted to. Well, you had to. brothers and, and sisters, yeah, so there was never like make sure you watch unless it was like Terminator Two or something like where my it was a violent movie. But I mean, you didn't have a big house, so they're there. Yeah, they're That's there, I mean. but it's not like they were like cover his eyes. I never oh, had my eyes yeah, covered in my that. whole life. I've never but had to have my eyes covered. That was super weird, and that's like the same kind of humor where they're yeah. like, "Oh, they're playing patty cake," and then they show them, and they're literally playing patty cake. It's yeah. almost like you say something figuratively, and then it's literal, and yeah. then that, I'm always so like, good. "Hilarity!" It was so good. Then Yosemite like Sam, he came, so then there's the Toon Land. Is what it the Toon fuck? World or Toon World Land? I thought that's it was like land. where they live. That's, That's weird like where too. they live, but they it's don't like record space them there. No, so they have their own. Space. So they have their wow. Those a lot of <laughs> space jam two in space. So they have their own world that they land that they live in, and then they but they record in human land. Mm. And so he's like, it's been a while since I've been there. And then Yosemite Sam came over the the wall and was like, my biscuits are burning. It was That's great. his balls. Biscuit. I think it was his butt. Oh, I thought there were his balls. No, I don't know anymore. Oh, like butt cheeks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I went testicles. Wow. Uh, so there's this judge. So then we get to the part of the movie, um, where oh, so then they get to the part of the movie where be- Roger Rabbit leaves because he runs out after he sees the photos of, uh, his 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 woman playing patty cake, and. Uh, and also, the detective didn't know that he was playing Patty, that he she was going to be a human because her last name's Rabbit. So he thought that he was going to see a rabbit the whole time. He's like, everybody's getting crazy about a, a rabbit. I forgot she wasn't a and rabbit. Then, yeah, that's weird. And um, I just in my brain just gave her ears that were down like hair. Oh, my God. You made her part human, part rabbit? Kind of, yeah. I mean, he's part human, part rabbit pretty much. It's not like he hops around like a bunny. Yeah, but he looks fully like a like a rabbit. You know. He looks more like a rabbit than she looks like a rabbit. Oh, yeah, you're right. Jesus. I mean, the legs. I remember she had legs, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she had legs and titties. And I forgot. We're not doing this again. <laughs> don't get me going. Um, but she, uh, so so then he got upset and he was like, oh, we're going to be together one way or another. We have to, you know, and then he gets upset and then he leaves and then he runs away. And then they say the neck and then the detective got drunk because he's a drunk. And then he wakes up. His friend was like, dude. Your rabbit killed Acme. Um, Your rabbit killed Mr. Acme. You know, he was last seen from the pictures you took, and then now Acme had a piano or something dropped on his head. A safe. A safe. And then so they get there, and then, well, this was my favorite part. Uh, There's a judge. The judge is Mr. Back to the Future, whatever his name is. Oh, he's a judge? Yes. Okay, I didn't know he was a judge. Oh, yeah, they said that, like, several times. Oh. He's the... uh, because he's the um, or no the, the two times you might have missed it if you he he's the judge he like bought he's a, he doesn't he's an evil man and he bought his way into doing it somehow okay. they said he bought half of what he bought his way into winning the election I don't know they made okay. something to imp, to imply that yes he's evil but he bought the election that's why he's the judge um so that's why everybody feels like they have to respect him 
And uh, you know he's the bad guy because he's wearing all black and they play spooky music when he's on the screen. <laughs> I love that there's time periods where they're like, oh, this is the bad guy because of the music. Not I because of what's going on. I, you know, face blindness. I couldn't remember if he was Back to the Future guy or not. Yeah, he's definitely back to the old guy. Back. And I was like, I think he is. But he also looks like he's wearing like the same outfit as the scary guy. And I think it's Poltergeist. Mm, oh, he's sure. got, he has a scary guy like thing going on. And then he did the thing that I was, I remember not liking it as a kid. It made me sad as a kid. It kind of makes me sad now. He took a tune. And then it he, was a shoe. It was a shoe tune. Sure. And it squeaked. And it squeaked. So it had a face and a mouth. Had a face and, and a mouth, and he was being all cute. He nuzzled his head on his yeah. leg. And he was like, you got to show him who's boss and who's dominant. And then the, you're not supposed to be able to kill tunes, but he's got this magical liquid that, like, it's a mixture of some stuff. And you they call it the dip. And then you put them in there, and then it just disintegrates them. And he puts, he has this glove that, like, won't burn his hand, I guess. And he has it on when he puts him, uh, the, the shoe. Uh, in the dip, and then he takes it out, and it's all bloody and gross. And it's like I think it's the color of the shoe. I think it's the blood. <laughs> the blood of the shoe. I think it's the blood of the shoe. Do you think they don't got blood? They're Man. they're living beings. So I I did think that part was really sad. And I think if I was little, if I was like when you were five, and I watched that movie, I would have cried every time I saw that part. And then my mom would have been like, "You're not gonna watch this movie anymore if you keep crying." Oh man. Your, yeah. mom, your mom shamed you into to being tougher. Yeah. <laughs> I was got in trouble. I cried at movies. But, but that uh, part would have freaked me out. So, so far, you like the movie, right? I do. I like also that there's all the different tunes, like, making cameos. Like, Bugs Bunny was just walking around. Yeah. But he's not in the movie, right? Yeah. Did you no. even know he was in it? No. He was just in the background. He's just in the background, yeah. It's not about him. That was crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. you saw the frog jumping up and down. Yeah, the um, Michigan J Frog or whatever the heck his name is. Everybody loves a Michigan rag. What's his name? I don't remember the Michigan part of that at all. But uh, but his name was. Could be. I'm not. My memory's not. To, uh, I don't know. The, but um, there was another tune. Crap. Oh, the there was a stork going around like delivering yeah. papers, something like that. He kind of looked like the Vlasic stork. Yeah. And then uh, what else was there? Oh, yeah. Then we saw at the bar where he was trying to take pictures of Jessica Rabbit uh, to like in some, you know, chasing her down, doing his detective work before she went up. Uh, Donald versus Daffy Duck were on dueling pianos. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just they don't think they great. can do that anymore. Um, I the guy, the Acme guy reminded me of Don, the host at the comedy club in Saugatuck. Oh, my God. Because that is hilarious. Because there's a comedy club in uh, Saugatuck called Coral Gables. Saugatuck, Michigan. They have a magic store in it's a restaurant, really. And in the restaurant, they have a magic store that sells like the most like old school magic shit. Whoopee cushion. Like a, a cigarette that bends when you take it out or something. Uh, um, like the yeah. buzzer and the, the handshake. Stick of gum that will like. That'll make your mouth black. Oh, I was going to say this. The, you pull out the thing and then it hits your finger. Oh, you yeah. You take out the, the gum. The stick of then, gum that, yes. Yeah. All those. The classics mm -hmm. I didn't even know existed anymore. And Don, the host of the comedy show, 
um, use it does magic. And mm -hmm. he had a whoopee cushion <laughs> the first time I met him, and I only figured it out like way the later. Second time. You only figured it out the second time you met him that he does weird gags. So how do you know for a fact that it was a weird gag and it wasn't a real fart? That's what I happened. I think it she was. She heard a fart from the man, and she thought it was a real fart. And then later on, she's like, oh, but you also do the hand buzzer thing and whoopee cushions. and Yeah. I think it was a whoopee cushion because... Damn, you never really know. No, if, I really think it was. But you never know if a, if a silly magician ever farts. Yeah. They'd be like, no, nah, that was my whoopee cushion. Yeah. <laughs> It, but the, yeah, he has all the. He was gags. the same guy. Yeah, he was and that was same like, character. Oh, it's Don. I like Jessica Rabbit's song. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't just hear that randomly around. Yeah, I don't know. Was it a? It's kind of the jam. Was it an original? It was a cover, but mm. I think it was for the movie a cover. Mm hmm. I feel like they used some direct Bugs Bunny quotes too. Like what? Like, there was a part when he said, like, thanks, I needed that. I feel like that was from something, and I can't remember mm. what. There was times when they said, like, um, was it Albuquerque or some city? Like, Bugs Bunny would always reference weird cities. I remember Albuquerque. I'm, yeah, I think that's something. He took a wrong turn in Albuquerque or something like that. But they said a few of those cities in part of it. There's yeah. so many, like, little weird details that even in yeah. the background there's stuff i should have taken i should have taken that left turn at albuquerque yeah there's a lot of uh he makes a lot of albuquerque references i just they, did a quick google they always drink liquor in these things to where oh, it's yeah. just they always so drink weird. this the best part is they drink liquor and then they never look drunk no never they never look more drunk as the movie goes on but they continue to drink just everything and it's always straight liquor. Yeah, just straight from the bottle. Always weird. And um, they did a kick in the balls gag. Oh, yeah. the the bunny almost got his uh, bunny dick chopped off in the opening <laughs> scene when the you know how dangerous the kitchen was when knives came at him yeah. and they surrounded his body. I like when he uh, got hit in the head and then there were what were they around his head? At first, but oh, then he was supposed birds. to have birds. Oh, no, the, he was supposed he to have birds. stars. And he's like, you're supposed to have stars. And then he's like, I can have stars. And he kept hitting his head and it was like bells. And then he kept hitting his head. It was other shapes. Yeah, so, yeah. a lot of good, a um, lot of good uh, quality movie uh, that, good we saw, that, that we've seen. And we got a lot of great movie left. Right. Uh, we're going to get back into the next section and uh, we'll tell you how we feel about That's it. We're back. We're back. Yes, and uh, it was exciting. It's very exciting. It's funny when you get this far into a movie and you just now like like learn people's names. Where I'm like, all right, the main detective, his name is Eddie. His name is Eddie Valiant. I never know people's names in TV shows or movies or real life. Yeah, I'm better at TV show world of names than uh, real life. For I sure. know pets' names. Yeah, you're really good at pet stamps. And I can remember those mostly for the most part. So if everybody was named like Fluffy and Snowball, I would know everyone's name. I, I think it's because you pet the pet. I don't think just, I think, I don't think that you can't just pet people. I don't think So that, you think if I became if, a people petter, I would remember everyone's names? Yeah, because you rubbed them. But there's not like 
20 pets named Kevin. You know what I mean? Sure, like, but there's not people named Snowball. I don't think you'd remember. But there, I don't think there's going to be multiple people named Snowball. I don't know. What happens with, like, uh, guys' names especially? It's like everybody is Bob, Jim, John. Yeah. And then that's all. For sure. Women, I can get a little more mm -hmm. because, like, oh, she's the only Claudia I know, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway. So uh, the main detective, his name uh, is Eddie. We started off. Uh, and this, this, you know, we broke it down into in a, in a few in, into thirds. So this for the second third of uh, of 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 our watching, uh, the, the baby said, "I got <laughs> said the the baby. Uh, we we saw the baby. You predicted the baby would be back. You've seen this movie a thousand times. I know a thousand times. I was eight years old. Why do you, nobody else has a memory of their childhood like you? I don't remember this movie." Uh, every time I see it, it's like a, it's like, it's like I said, it's like, it's like a familiar dream. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that part. That's crazy. So the baby yeah, was the back. Fucking gangster baby. And the gangster baby was basically like, hey, the rabbit didn't do it. He wouldn't do nothing like that. But in that whole conversation, he said, because uh, he was married to, to, he was, he was with a woman. He was with some hot chick. And then. I don't think he was married to her. I think he was just flirting he, with her. She takes care of him. Oh. They're they're doing something. Oh, okay. They might not be fucking, but right. they're they're an item of oh, something. Okay. And uh, he said, "I got a." He's like, "What can I say? I got a fifty-year-old lust and a three-year-old dinky." That's so gross. <laughs> I can't so believe there's funny. dick jokes in this. It's so weird. It's so funny because I just forget how ratings worked then. Yeah, he said dinky because this was PG, right? Didn't we look it up and it was PG? Hmm. Oh crap! We got to ask again. Hey Google, Roger Rabbit. Is rated what? <laughs> what a weird way to I ask. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. PG. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I made I made her British. If if you're curious. Um. Okay. So um, it's so weird. I don't. I'm tripping out just in general on what used to be considered PG because this was when PG-13 existed, right? Mm-hmm. Because in my lifetime, PG-13 came out. Not in your. You can't remember pre-PG-13, right? No, that there wasn't. Oh, that wow. it started out. No, That's what, insane. What it was just like it's either for a child or it's for yeah. an adult and there's nobody in between. That's insane. Yeah, what it was, no, a child is G. Now like nothing's rated G. It was G, and that was for a kid. PG was okay, you can see it, but there might be something scandalous. And then R was they're gonna fuck and they're there gonna There might be say something scandalous in PG. Wow. Yeah, yeah, everything's changed. Yeah, and then that's when they threw in PG thirteen. Mm. But, I uh, I didn't realize how funny it was when I was a when I was a kid I didn't I didn't realize how funny this was until I was an adult. But the baby cried when he dropped his stogie, oh and he God. had his little cigar thing. And uh, as an adult, as a kid, I just remember he dropped something and he cried about it. I didn't realize like there's so many connections I didn't make as a kid. I just things happened. Noises were made. It's so weird. Well, yeah, you didn't get all the jokes, but this fucking gangster baby. I can't handle how the gangster baby cr craze stopped me from watching Rugrats. It really it did. It really did. And it's just so weird how that that was a thing. I mean, I think, you know, this was just supposed to be making fun of Looney Tunes stuff. And they mm -hmm. had the gangster babies. And so they have Looney Tunes on baby. here, which is interesting. Yeah. And this is the precursor. This is why we have a boss baby. This is why we have a fucking this boss is. baby. This is the original. These are some of the original boss babies. I, um, I expected Roger Rabbit's voice to be different. 
Mm. Uh, if I Not saw this movie, loony. I definitely never saw the entire thing. And yeah, his voice is like uh, almost like Sylvester. Like, yeah, um, suffering succotash. Like that yeah. kind of, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's for weird. Sure. He has, and he's so flaily. See, I was one an origin story. He oh reminds me God. of you drunk. Is you, this why you act this way? The way I you am do not drunk? a flailer when I'm drunk. I always have my composure. Okay, no, I'm I mean, the only person. I'm the only person that in in my entire in the world that is that I know of that always knows where people are at in my surroundings. Well, that's other fine, but no, not your surroundings. Yes, you not other over people, drinks and stuff. Other people. I'm not somebody. I'm not going to block a doorway. Everybody else doesn't know when there's somebody in their way. I know where everybody's at at all times. You're so I'm walking totally on sidewalks the, and moving to the side. You're the fucking you're flaily the person that just stares arm, in the middle. You're the flaily arm thing in front of the. Uh, car dealership. Wacky when you're inflatable. Drunk. Yes. Wacky something inflatable maybe. something of something and your arms are all blah, blah, I'm flailing. And that's what Roger Rabbit is. He's all ADHD'd out. <laughs> all jumping because around. Because he said he and, has to make people laugh. That's all so he do can you. do. So do you. This is also your origin story. Oh my story. God. No, you can't he just said, take a comp. <laughs> he had a quote in this section where he said, sometimes laughter is the only weapon we have. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. That's Little Jeff was watching it going, yeah. <laughs> it's all I have is laughter. <laughs> and then you put your arm behind your head and farted and then hopped away. You're like, oh, go, 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 go. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So then they realize, then they're trying to look for the will. They're trying to look for, uh, that's the new th uh, theory of what's going on in the movie. Is that uh, I know I didn't like that part. I just had to look for a will. Oh yeah, it triggered me. No, I'm it just triggered kidding. me. It didn't, but they did say like we got to go to probate. I just learned what the fuck probate was, and I was like, oh, had I watched Roger Rabbit, I would have been able to figure out my and dad's made a prostate will better. Joke. Oh, it's like not God. prostate probate, and I'm like, why are you arguing with this Looney Tune? Okay, he just made a joke. You don't, you don't. He, that wasn't real. Uh. So yeah, so he he found he realized that there was a will in his pocket that uh, in a newspaper picture of him, and they were still uh, looking. What's that guy's name again? Muldoon or something? Maroon. Maroon. That was funny too because and he was the guy in the beginning that uh, he hired him. He hired Eddie to take pictures of Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. Because um, they have so many like Looney Tunes references, mm -hmm. like. Uh, Bugs Bunny used to call people a maroon. Mm. He would say, what a maroon. And oh, it was supposed really? to be an insult. Uh, so maybe they took it from there. Sure. I, don't, I feel like I'm reading really deep into the Bugs Bunny references, but th that might be too far. Yeah. But I don't no, know. It's maybe it's purposeful. not that deep. Um, and then uh, he did the kiss. Like he gave yeah. him a kiss. That was totally Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny used to always give guys kisses. And that yeah. was his like way to... Bugs Bunny was definitely bi, right? Yeah. But no, I, I think it was Pam. Oh, right? yeah, you're right. Because, I mean, yeah, it's for he, sure. He was, I think saying, yeah. I think he was fucking everybody. I think he was. And um, we, I don't remember if we talked about this the last time we did a Bugs Bunny episode, but remember we got in a huge fight over Fuck, Mary Kill when I yeah. said I would, did I say yeah. I would fuck Bugs Bunny? I think you said you'd fuck Bugs Bunny and you said it too quickly. And then you were just like, what do you mean? You want to fuck Bugs Bunny? And then you just, I don't even remember who the other two were. I don't know I think either. it was Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin. 
Yeah, it was just like you just like just think about it. You know what I mean? Like you had it but locked and loaded, like you've just icky. been fucking wanting to fuck Bugs Bunny your whole life. And I'm like, that's but we gotta talk about this. Bugs Bunny over Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin. If those were the two options, because this has been some years, then yeah, in retrospect, I, I get it. Yeah. Who, so, so let now, it go, dude. So then, <laughs> you're the one bringing it up after eight fucking years. <laughs> so then, who are you marrying and who are you killing? Oh, I I think I'm marrying oh, Homer Simpson and killing Peter Griffin. You know what? I don't remember now. But yeah. now, if I think about it, shit. You got. I mean, like because I love Lois, and she just seems to have a more fun life than. But you don't get. Marge. Yeah, but that's Lois. You're not going to be Lois. You're going to be Esther Navarez, married to Peter Griffin. I know, but she has some of her personality because Peter Griffin's in her life. That's her husband, and then they get to make sure, dumb jokes together you, and do weird cutaways. So, what type of kid stuff. do you want? Do you want do you want uh, Lisa Simpson to be your kid, or do you want? No, I'd way rather Meg. have Lisa than any of those children. Exactly, there. but have to take I wouldn't have life. the kids. If you're taking on, if I'm just marrying them and it's me, then I wouldn't mm. have the children. Mm. I think it's like they're divorcing and you're you're remarrying. Oh, they're my stepkids they're, now. They're, they're now your Stewie's step my stepkid. Yeah. He, oh man, that's a yeah. lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Right. So, anyways, okay. So, uh, moving the plot along, he. Uh, so right now, Roger is missing, and then they find Roger because Roger was hiding in his like bed that unfolded in his office. That, yeah, it's like, called a Murphy bed. A Murphy bed. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Those technology. That seems like an advancement in technology, and somehow it, we haven't seen it since. But uh, they were big in the seventies and eighties on TV shows, at least. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's where I've I've always seen it on TV There's shows. There's always some I've like never seen zany, zany bed issue yeah. on sitcoms and cartoons the, or whatever. Yeah, the bed comes down and hits them in the head. Yeah, or somebody gets stuck in it, and then they keep it. coming back mm-hmm. down and some weird thing. And then they come down yeah. with like two of them, and then yeah, it's uh-huh. a thing. So then Jessica Rabbit visits him and has the, has the line that uh, has been repeated by women for for ever since this movie, one of the most memorable lines in all movies. Uh, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Dude. That's she, a bad bitch. That I Jessica Rabbit. Never, I never realized. I did not realize her deal at all. But holy shit. The music, every time oh, they yeah. show her, just cracks me up. But that was like a popular thing in a lot of shows then where they would... Whenever something like sexy would happen, they would mm-hmm. play the sexy music and then they would talk like that for the I've, most part. Sometimes, most of the time they like had like some, a higher voice, though. I feel like there's some Pavlov's dog type of situation with that music where at some point men are just triggered to be like, what, what some sexy shit's going on? Huh? And the sound effects. You play effects, the sexy music. The sound her, effects I'm for hard her, and I don't know why yet. Can you tell me where, why I'm supposed to be? The sound effects for her boobs. Bong. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's what her. What that's what her boobs make because they're that goddamn big. That was that was real. That's what they sound like. Bong. <laughs> oh my god! It's like there's bong sound yeah. effects, and then there's the boner sound effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then they. So then. I mean, so, they didn't do those there, but I just didn't. think it's but funny sure. that body parts have sound. Body effects. parts have sound effects. Yeah. So then they. Uh, she was there to explain that. Uh, you know, she was framed. She didn't really want to play patty cake. They just said, he said, if you don't play, uh, Mr. Maroon was like, if you don't play patty cake with, uh, with Mr. Acme, uh, then, uh, then Roger won't work in this town ever again. And she's like, I'll do anything for my husband. And so 
Uh, and then she was like, I'll do anything for him. And then she put her boobs in his face and was all bong. And then he got caught. And then he got caught By with Dolores. his pants down. Yes. And Dolores saw him so with his pants down. So once again, a ugly man with a like pretty woman. Mm-hmm. They just keep that going all through our lives. Yeah, because ugly men are the ones getting paid to make the movie. <laughs> There's yeah. the money behind the movie, and they want to like, see themselves. That that's what people forget. The ugly man married to uh, a beautiful woman trope is really just representation of the wealth behind the movie. Yeah. The, pe- the rich people, the rich, like Woody Allen. the rich, uh, ugly men that finance the movie. They're like, well, I want to see myself in here. So I'm gonna have a guy that's kind of, kind of chubby, kind of looks like me. Fuck a hot chick. back. Oh my god, he had the hairiest back. And it's yeah. just it it fucked with I know my fucking psyche as mm-hmm. a woman. I mm-hmm. always was like, I'm ugly, I'm ugly. And then you see somebody who you think is good looking, and then you're like, that's pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and all she can get is <laughs> Peter Griffin. What hope do I have? <laughs> I have no hope. But I always, I just like I don't know. It's my friends and family. I don't know what. It was just a. Growing up in the time frame, it was just such a shallow, like, I'd look at people and be like, mm-hmm. pretty people go with pretty people. Yeah. Maybe that's just how, and it was even, I guess in my high school, it was kind of like that. But then there would always be a random nerd that, like, just shot up the popularity <laughs> scale and just like, why, though? He broke the scale. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. The outlier. And that now I look back and I'm like, Oh, that was shallow as fuck, and mm-hmm. that's not how the world works. And mm-hmm. I don't know things that we were shown, especially in that time frame, were so bad. So then, um, so then they, so then they get back when after she catches him with his pants down. She's like, "I went to probate, and uh, I went to the court, and I found out that uh, it wasn't really maroon. Uh, somehow, there's like the whoever bought the trains. I'm still confused about that. Somebody that bought the trains." They're trying to buy the town. And long story short, they go, they see Roger dancing at the bar. They have, they, they leave after his pants are down. They come back. And when they go back to the bar, Roger is dancing. They left him alone in some little tiny room. He was supposed to just hang out and lay low. And he was just performing for everybody, smashing plates all over his head, dancing like a madman. There is a part where she said some like, you know how hard it is. Oh yeah, for, for just to be a woman looking like this, and, he's, and then he's a. Uh, you know how hard it is to be a man having to look at a woman that looks the way you do, man. And that's that's another dick joke, right? Hmm. The hard part. Yeah. I I don't know. I think that was just genuine. Of like but people I mean, don't take into consideration it hard? that hard. It's hard. It's literally hard. That it has is to difficult. be a dick joke. May, maybe I don't because know. Because what's hard about it? Your dick. That's What's hard it. about it is it's difficult. People, do you not get that either? It's no, difficult being mean, a man around beautiful people. You, 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 your, your brain as a man, hard. you immediately notice that there's a beautiful person like that in the right, room. And you I'm have saying, to make sure you don't make too much eye contact or they'll notice. And I got to sit here and act like we're just going to all pretend that the biggest titties in the world didn't just enter the room right now. Let's right, all play but pretend. But I'm saying that the outcome is a hard dick. So the hard part is mm-hmm. a joke, I think. Sure, it could be. Which could means be. that there's two dick jokes at least in at Who least. Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, there's probably more than that. Which yeah. I think is a lot of dick jokes yeah, for is. a half cartoon movie. Sure. Um, and then she, uh, she's definitely. I just I didn't realize she was the pornoist. 
yeah. cartoon that's ever been. And she doesn't even like open her eyes that well. Open your eyes was, ain't sexy. Close I those mean, eyes. What I mean, I hate to, <laughs> I hate to quote quote the uh, the Gen Z and their vibes and shit. But I was getting heroin vibes. Mm. I'll tell you that. Mm. I don't know. She seemed all junkied out, uh, but uh, yeah, low energy. But her eyes are half closed. She's got low like energy. she's about to like she's already been dosed by a date rape drug and she's just waiting for the rape. Oh God. That's wow. game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so So the, uh, when he's dancing yeah. at the place, the the evil guy comes in mm-hmm. and, uh, and he's looking for him. And, and they had then to paint he, him uh, being evil. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Like they had to show that he's evil. So they played evil guy music. Oh, And then yeah, there was yeah, a little yeah, yeah. person in the bar. Yeah. I, d- I didn't want you to skip that part. There was a little person in the bar, and he made some ju- some reference, and he was just like, um, I've had a temper up to here or something. Or something. He made some, like, short joke where he pushed down on the little person's head. And then there was a black vo- uh, war veteran who, or he's he had, like, military uh, uniform on with, uh, medals on his jacket and you found out he was missing an arm and the judge guy, the bad guy, took his sleeve from his missing arm to like erase a chalkboard to write $5,000 on it, which was the prize for anybody that tells him where Roger is. And that was how they showed that he was a bad guy. He's picking on a war veteran. He's picking on a little person. Lord, I don't like his teeth either. Yeah. And, uh, that was also a Bugs Bunny reference because that that was like every uh, Elmer Fudd Bugs Bunny when he would be reward rabbit oh, season they would like wouldn't yeah. they do that? Yeah, there was rewards. There, yeah, maybe it wasn't because if you hunted, why would you get a reward for hunting? I forget, but I feel like there was rewards on Bugs yeah, Bunny all there, the time. Yeah, there were some rewards on on some trees. Yeah, there's always it. a reward on a tree. So, um. What was I going to say? Hold on, hold on. Oh, so when the evil guy came in, he was evil. Uh, he looked at the record and he was like, that's how he knew the rabbit was there. And he said, the, he's, he's like, like this is a loony was- song. To, <laughs> he, nobody says loony in that context it's at all. Because but I forgot, like, we would know that Looney Tunes were called Looney Tunes, but we never called it that. We just said, we're going to watch Bugs Bunny. Okay, so then to get the rabbit out, he does the, which. I never knew had words. You never knew had words. I never knew it had the words. Fucking thing had words. Shave and a haircut. And then the ending is two bits, which bits are um, some kind of money. Uh. Like that's like two cents or whatever. Oh, that's why he came out and was like, two yeah. bits. Yeah. And he made a bit. Yeah. And he was like the whole time he was like shaking, like he couldn't resist. The guy just comes and going. And then he oh, wouldn't man. do the last. Don't two do parts. that. You're gonna get a fucking. You're gonna get. I'm gonna get a cartoon who's yeah. gonna come in here, and he just went. You're gonna and get. He did, a and he, neighbor. he did it a hundred. He did it not a hundred. He did like five or six times. Dude, if somebody like knocked on our fucking ceiling right now, that two would more be times. awesome. Yeah. That would be terrible if you really did it with a broom just to see what <laughs> happened, and they just knock back. And then we never speak of it again. Oh wow. Um, um. So he used the fucking mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny mind trick. Yeah, that was classic. Oh yeah. The, uh, to okay. So you, you're saying, uh, so he came out the two bits, and then he tries to throw him in the liquid. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna kill the dip. Roger, the in the dip, and then 
he uh, got him to t- to drink some whiskey or bourbon. I forgot what he asked for, but he's like, give me a double shot. And then she's like, what a time for a drink right now, Eddie. Why don't you get some pretzels while you're at it? And then, uh, sorry, I just remembered that that's what happened. Yeah, he was trying to give him a drink uh, because, you know, he goes crazy when Roger drinks alcohol. He explodes and, like, it, he go, shit goes flying and... When, I don't know if it's all Looney Tunes. I was wondering that. Is that a Looney yeah, Tune and alcohol that thing? that part, I was like, this seems like something that we're all supposed to know, and I didn't assume that. But so like, I don't know. Yeah, but like he did it earlier in the in the movie where he drank, Roger drank some alcohol and he went crazy and then like smoke went everywhere. Everything blew apart. Oh, he did it earlier too? Earlier in the movie. That's why he gave him the but That's lick. what I'm saying. I don't remember it yeah. from earlier. What so part? Er- earlier... He when he showed him the pictures of him playing patty cake of, okay, of her yeah. playing patty cake, he was like, huh, "You need a drink." Uh, and then he took a drink and he was like, <laughs> "And then he went all crazy. His head went everywhere. The bottles exploded. It, so okay. he knew that that would happen. So I that I was didn't his even w- process that part. Yeah, so I remember him, it happened, but I'm like, oh, I didn't mean anything. So he tried to f- to get him to escape because he was trying to put him in the dip to kill him. Yeah. He forced him to have a shot, and he did the Bugs Bunny trick you were mentioning, where he was just like, I think you need a drink, mm-hmm. and he was like, I don't, and he was like, you do, and he's like, I don't, he was like, I do, and then he was like, you don't, and he was like, I do. <laughs> when I say I do, I mean I do, and then he took it and oh, then went all crazy and everything, and I was like, classic. Classic. Yeah, classic. They did the thing where they jump through a wall and they're the shape. The hole is the shape of them. Yes, they did that. And they showed the, like they put a hole, like a black dot on the wall and then they could stick their hand through it. Oh, that yeah. That one was also classic. Yeah, that's technology that they have. You saw that, right? Yeah, In this world, yeah. they sell Looney Tune like sh- shit that makes you'd be able to do Looney Tune stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I forgot there was a talking uh, taxi in this movie. Oh, you did get really happy about the talking taxi. Oh, my God. I forgot about the talking taxi. Did they sell merch for Roger Rabbit? Hmm, I don't know, but I want to find some right now. That's how much (laughs) I fucked with this movie is that, like, I appreciate it so much more now as an adult. I thought it was a good kid's movie. Like, yeah. as a kid, I just thought it was a good movie. And now I'm like, no, this was a great movie. I just wasn't... Especially in its time, doing the back and forth, doing the... I mean, it, it, this is some Space Jam shit, but it's like it's different than Space Jam shit. It's like this is a world... In Space Jam, it was like, what? Looney Tunes are real? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then in this is like... an ex, you're, This is a, a... In this movie universe, you're accepting the premise that the cartoon characters... Uh, do exist as real living beings in your world. Mm-hmm. That's different. You know what I mean? That's yeah. more unique. Because this is pre-Space Jam, too. Yeah, by like 20 years. 20. It came out in 88. Yeah, Space Jam came out in the 90s. 90. Let's find out. Now you're just going to Google it and not ask her? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Now just you Google it and it says 2021. <laughs> I got to say one. Come on. You should know what the fuck. If I, just, if I don't put a number... Uh... Hey, Google, when did the first Space Jam come out? In the United States of America, Space Jam was released on November 15th, 1996. Yeah. Not 20 years. All right. Eight years later. Yeah. 
But you know how some podcasts have like the person that they ask, like, "Hey, Johnny, look that yeah, up for Go- us." We Go- just have Google. Google's our sidekick. We need I should to mic her. We should. We should. We should turn her up a lot louder for this part when we do these podcasts. Because hey, just mic her. That would be hilarious. Can you hear that when you edit this? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's good. I want people to know that our assistant is <laughs> is Google is assistant. British. It's British. It used um, to be Isa. We miss was, you, Issa Rae, yeah, Google I think, voice. I think it was better when it was Issa. Oh, it was way better. Um, if you asked her for a compliment, she would say that you look like Beyonce. Yeah. That was the I best. mean, they might do that now, but I don't want the a compliment for some British The British one's not going to tell me I look like Beyonce. She might. She's going to be like, you remind me of the queen. Hey, Google, can you say something nice about me? In Danish, that's not good to be yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> what British <was>? Google <laughs> said in Danish. That's and then said something in Danish. It doesn't make sense. All you're doing is adjusting the the the, the speech. We're just it's supposed to be the I same words. Try one and more. D- hey Google, give me a compliment. You're like a power surge because you knock me out. You're like a power surge because you knock me out. Yeah, that's good. Isa wouldn't say that. <laughs> I think she might have. You just you would have liked it better if Issa said it. I guess. All right. Going um, back. Um. Yeah, I think I just also wanted to point out that there was a, we talked about the talking taxi. I just really appreciate the 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 comedic timing of of Goofy in this movie. The, uh, oh Goofy? yeah. So Roger. Oh, wait, this is oh, what I, I appreciate. About Goofy. So Roger was they were hiding in a movie theater, and oh, then Goofy yeah. was on the TV. And what I appreciated, uh, yes. So. What? Well, you said TV. I'm oh, just on a theater. Screen, you know. Yeah, on the, on the, he was watching Goofy on on a movie theater screen, and uh, I appreciated how much he appreciated he appreciated Goofy the way that I appreciate stand up comedy. He was watching it because he was giving it compliments from the perspective of like at, from one tune to another tune. Yeah, that's why <laughs> that's what he really what he was just like. His, his timing is impeccable. He's a genius. Like he was just like that was like uh, that was like Chappelle to him. Like he was like looking up to him as like some legend of uh, <laughs> it was great. But uh, yeah, we got to go back in. All right. So we're going to go back to the movie. But before that, we're going to watch my shit. All right. I'm excited. All right. That's my shit. All right, now we're checking out Esther's shit. Are you ready? I'm I'm ready. All right, open your eyes. All right, that's a familiar looking tiger. The House of Tomorrow by directed by Tex Avery. Is this Looney this is Looney Tunes? I everything just looks and sounds familiar. I don't All right, so <laughs> this I think they used to show this on it was either on Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry. Now I can't remember. This looks is this Tom and Jerry? No. Okay. It's I was gonna say Tex, Tom and Jerry was my shit. <laughs> Tex Avery. That's the name of the show. Is a no, oh. but it was. Let me find out where it came on. Hold oh, on. Okay. Apparently, he helped create Daffy Duck, Porky Pig. He helped create Looney Tunes. I didn't oh, know really? any of this. I'm looking it up now. But I always loved his cartoons when they would come on because they were weird. So I can't remember 
if he was in Looney Tunes or Tom and Jerry segments when I would watch him on Saturday mornings or whenever we'd watch cartoons. Hmm. But in his Wikipedia, it says he was uh, influenced on Roger Rabbit and Ren and Stimpy. And the movie reminded me of this kind of, like I kept saying, like this kind of humor where they say stuff like the cattle call and they show cows <laughs> like that. Yeah. I think it's called sight gags. I don't, I don't, the okay. absurd is satirical, all those. So he was influenced. He was an influence on all that kind of stuff and had that kind of humor. That's great. So uh, we're going to check it out. All right. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's my shit. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> What'd you think? Uh, it was uh, it was loony. Um, uh, it was pretty crazy. I, I love it. It was it had such an interesting style of jokes. Some of them were like straight up dad jokes. Some of them were dad jokes. Some of them were yeah. Some of them were just corny. <clears throat> some of them were corny. Some of them were more creative. Some of them were sexist, and that was just like a theme. I was surprised by there only being a, a small amount of racism. Yeah, yeah, there was a small amount there of racism. There wasn't like a huge amount. Good for Tex. It's mm -hmm. all we can ask for in that mm -hmm. timeline. This was 1940. Oh, man. Hold on. The House of Tomorrow was 1949. And then this video says something about from the 1950s. So I don't know if okay. they all came out in the same year, but. It's like kind of end of the 40s, beginning of the 50s is what this era was. So the video, the cartoons were called The House of Tomorrow, The Car of Tomorrow, The TV of Tomorrow. And The Farm and, of Tomorrow. And The Farm of Tomorrow. <laughs> the, so it started with The House of Tomorrow. And I feel like I remember that one the most. I mean, it kind of almost looked familiar to me, the House of Tomorrow one. But, like, it's weird. Like, I don't know if it's just the style of cartoon looked familiar or if I actually saw it before. Uh, it could go either way. Uh, but it, it it definitely was something I'm not familiar with. I, it's amazing how many futuristic things they showed in, in all of those things that, like, they didn't... I know that they were joking, but it's like when you think of all of the ways that the past predicted the future... And how they show the future would be, they didn't get nothing right. Yeah, like nobody they were no ever Simpsons. has. Yeah, there were no Simpsons. There was one thing where they said that the the house will be, will go around the TV, and then they showed the TV in the corner, and then everybody facing the TV. Yeah, that's like kind of crazy. That is what it is today, though. That was right. That one was right, but they showed like the bathtub in the living room. Oh and, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. kitchen in the living room. They never showed well. There was one part where they had multiple TVs for mm -hmm. the te television of tomorrow. And that was the closest thing, I think, to what it yeah. was. Because they were like, the TV. Well, the whole style is, and you should look it up and watch it, whoever is listening, because it. I think it's hilarious and it's <laughs> weird as hell. But it's Tex Avery. And he was like the reason, seems like when I read about him, which I should have read about him before. Well, I'm bad, but whatever. Um, he seems like the reason cartoons exist. Like he's like yeah. he was most instrumental in making Bugs Bunny, and he worked with Disney, and so he did a bunch of crap. But um, uh, they said like it was in the style. All of these are in the style of like 
documentary maybe so it's like saying mm, yeah like this is your house of tomorrow in the house of tomorrow it will have blah 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 and so it's all a voiceover and there's one where there's televisions where they say the the television one he's like the tv for the dad and it shows i don't remember the tv for the mom and it, so they're showing all the yeah all the they did that a lot with the the car for the dad, the car for the mom, the car, and then of course, always ending with for the mother-in-law. Man, they didn't fuck with mother-in-laws but, but back then. The one with the TV for the kids and the mom and and dad. At least that's kind of like, oh well, there's children's programming in the future, and there's things that women watch and things that men most likely watch. There's like individual programming. I think that's the closest he got to anything. Yeah, it was funny. They showed the House of Tomorrow uh, each member of the house gets their own door that was the opening entrance. thing uh what did i say door but yeah i'm just yeah door to the to the to the entrance of the house and uh they were like there's one for the dog there's one for and then they get to the there's like there's one for the mom and then it's just like <laughs> the lower half is just like rounded for like a big ass yeah. and then it says she loves her sweets <laughs> <laughs> they Dog, women, hard, and all. He really yeah. went at women. Yeah, he did. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. You remember at the end of... Oh, yeah, it was so funny. So during the House of Tomorrow, at some point, they showed a pic. I don't know even how they justified it, but they showed some picture of a woman who was supposed to be a hot chick. The hot remember. chicks all look like pinup girls with, like, the big bathing suit. Yeah. That's but almost I don't shorts. remember what the first... I know they brought it back at the end, but that I wanted to say, what was the first reason that they showed her to begin with? What was the um, joke? Um, let me think. That was House of Tomorrow. Yeah. And oh, I don't remember. Yeah, why I don't they remember either. It. But it was just funny because that that was done as a joke, and then yeah. the thing was over, and then there was just a message on the screen, and it said, uh, "Due to requests, management has decided to show the woman again." And yeah. then they just brought the woman. And they will show on. the sexy music. <laughs> you can't show the woman without the sexy music. But it wasn't. It was just so funny that they were just like, "Yeah, we know you wanted to see the hot chick. We're going to oh show her God. again." And it was like, "This is a cartoon." They showed, well, I believe, I mean, I think even Bugs Bunny was supposed to be for adults back in the day. Really? I, I thought so. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. I thought they showed a lot of cartoons in like movie theaters mm. and everybody. Well, everyone watched the same TV because there's only one damn TV. So mm -hmm. I feel like cartoons were more geared towards adults are going to have to enjoy it as well as kids yeah but they showed they showed a woman and it wasn't a cartoon woman it was just a woman it was yeah. a video of a fucking a, woman a video <laughs> of a of a human real life woman and they kept showing <laughs> they they showed it with a few times in what in all of them like one of them was the tv and they showed the top half of her and they're like and the tv for the gentleman that wants to see it all or something like that and then you open up the bottom cabinet and you can see her legs <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah do you remember in the car of tomorrow when they had something for uh for pedestrians they said um for so that you won't miss those pedestrians as if you wanted to run over pedestrians and so it had a giant bumper that was the length of the street so yeah. that you'd run them, so all, you'd over. Run them all over and then, and then after you run them over they're like there's even a glass uh floor so you can see if the pedestrian is a friend <laughs> and it's like, showing the guy. i don't know i laugh at 
with me still. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. There oh was, man, the toaster. Oh, the toaster. So in the house of tomorrow, it said the old toasters, the toast pops up and they show toast pop up. <laughs> like in the house of tomorrow, you pop up. <laughs> and then just the, the toaster looked like a race car spaceship thing. And then the people at the kitchen table just popped <laughs> up. It's so dumb. I love it so much. They said uh, something about the cars. They said the car's motor has a, had a few bugs, and they opened and there it was up. Really and bugs. bugs. I love it. Yeah, this is crazy. The I don't... car for the women, the car of tomorrow for the women, had curtains in the windows. It had flowers on the fenders, like flower oh, yeah. beds. And then it said in the front. There's a plunging neckline to show the entire fan. And it looked like boobs. Yeah. Like in the front and the back had a butt. Oh, man. Yeah, the racist part was. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the racist part? They said something about the car for The different cars. There's like, yes, this is the car for Indians. Oh, convertible. And and it had a TP that popped up on it. And they're like, this is the car for the Chinese. Or the car of China, they said. And it looked like a, is that called a rickshaw? That... Thing. I think so, yeah. Oh, and ridiculous. then they were like, and this is and, and one for the California weather, and it was raining. It was raining. I didn't, I didn't understand that. I was like, California doesn't rain. Like, how long would you watch those cartoons as a kid? At, well, whenever they came on, we okay, didn't, we couldn't like choose them. Sure, like it was exciting. When I mean, it came I don't know how on. long it like, ran. Yay! Because we just saw all of the that collection. Oh no, they would it only didn't. Show one, they only though. showed one. Okay, the Farm of Tomorrow one was all just. We crossed this with this. Yeah. That's it, all it was. It, the other ones were like, this is the, they were more uh, different jokes, different types of jokes. Yeah. This was just, that was, that was the running gag of the farm of tomorrow was going to be how they mix this animal with that animal to make this animal. And they, they turned a cow and in, 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 in a, they made a cow and a kangaroo so the cow could have pa- uh, pouches. So yeah. the milkman could just take milk, milk that he left out of his pouch. pouch. <laughs> Oh, I die. The the other like, sexist love- oh, go on. thing was the um the garage for the women and so that she won't run into the sides of the garage. Oh god, anymore. yeah, that was so good. So like, she drives into the driveway and the garage has like stilts and, and it moves around to move out of the way. Her. Yeah. And then they did uh the car will like say it said what which direction you were turning if you had your turn signal on. <laughs> And like, so there was a man who had his left hand out, his hand showing he was turning left or turning right. And it was like, turning left, turning right. And then for the woman, then she did it. And they're like, turning left. I mean, I mean, right. I don't know. You're going up, down. And it was just it like, she's went insane. Because so she's she a woman, so she can't drive. drive. You right. get it. Yeah. yeah. There was one, the car that said for like the shy date and it had a lever and it just pulled the woman over towards him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was great. Okay, so then one point there is a. It said, the TV killed this man's friend. A gun came out because he tried to tune the TV. They're like, he thinks he can tune the TV better than you. What the fuck is tuning a TV? Okay, so what it was is when TVs were out in the seventies and eighties, there was all these things that you could adjust. There was um, contrast. Um, what was uh, now? I can't remember what it's called when the TV jumps. Um, the oh my god, I can't b- believe I can't remember what it's called. There was a 
the the picture would go like uh, in a circle it would jump mm. um what is that called and you could adjust the color if mm. it was black and white um vertical hold that's what it was called uh, i wouldn't have and, i've never heard that before yeah and so a lot of times like the antenna the antenna you had to have it set a certain way or it would be staticky uh, I there remember was, the antenna, but I never, I, I remember we had a TV up at our cabin that you had to like move the antennas a certain way or you'd put tin foil around yeah. the antennas to help it or something. It was all that. I remember the, I remember the, the antenna weird things. I don't remember there being a dial on the television. Yeah. There were like three dials. Uh, there was. Cause they showed that and I was like, I'm not even familiar with that. There was vertical hold. There was, uh, I want to say like just the color itself. Mm. Um, there was a bunch of stuff, but because there were all these like things you could move, there were always somebody like, oh, no, I can get it. I can get it to work. Mm, they and thought they so, could do it better, yeah. Yeah. I remembered uh, they did crossing an orange <laughs> with a fir tree, and so they get rid of citrus frostbite, and it just had the oranges with fur coats on. That one was my jam. I yeah, remember. Yeah, you really, you really fucked with that one. That I might love have been your favorite one. joke. I don't know. There was smellometer where they were smelling all the eggs to see if they were bad, mm. and then one was bad, and then it was a skunk inside because yeah. he stunk. But yeah, I loved I, it. I loved it. It was great. Um, let's uh, go back to the rabbit. Let's go back to the rabbit. All right. All right. Bert, let's just get it. That was that was that, what a great movie. What a fantastic movie. I ha- I have to admit I it was a great movie. You have to admit it was a great movie, right? It was a good movie. I didn't I liked it way better than I thought I was going to. Sure. So you're scared to say it was great. It was a great movie. Okay, you said good. I thought you used your word specifically. You're like it was a good movie. No, it was a like, great movie. I just am always like I don't know, like mystery whatever things i feel like i'd i i don't know like when something some movies like been around forever mm-hmm. it's so hard to watch it without the feeling that i had for it for the last 30 years or whatever uh, the fuck it is sure i'm like oh yeah that like mystery mm-hmm. i don't know i never so like what did you think like, this was about just a whole bunch of boss babies again because you just think everything is about boss babies i thought it was like that mystery gangstery type shit. I don't. I don't know what that is. And well, I mean, like what? Like when they're like, "Hey, boss, we got a crime we gotta solve." You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, sure. Because the guy who was um, the main guy is Eddie. just some little stubby drunk. Yeah. Uh, detectivey guy who I was like, oh, I don't like characters like that. And then yeah, I liked him. Yeah. But he grew on me in a way that I didn't know I was gonna. Like, I mean, I never even watched Sopranos. I've never seen The Godfather. I've, like, all yeah, that I, kind of stuff. I'm just like, oh, I don't care about that. And then, like, with Bugs Bunny stuff, I never saw Space Jam because I was always like, oh, Bugs Bunny, whatever. I don't care. I used to watch Looney Tunes faithfully every Saturday. Mm-hmm. But we, we, I didn't have, like, the love for Bugs Bunny. Like, now, I like Bugs Bunny now more than I ever have my entire life. Ah, that's, yeah, that's weird. I know. Um, But, I mean, we watched Space Jam on this show. 
Yeah, and I didn't think I podcast. would like that either. Yeah, but you did. And then I ended up that. liking it. What are we it. learning? What are we learning? We're learning that most movies are better than you think. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but yeah, let's just get right into uh, you know, where. So well, so, I always, I gotta say, I always like when franchises come together. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was cool, and Space Jam did that too. Even the new Space Jam did that, where all the different cartoons were together. Because mm-hmm. like uh, Muppets did that when I probably mentioned this before, when Kermit and Miss Piggy got married, and okay. like all the like Sesame Street was there, like Grover went, oh, the Count was there, sure. the Fraggles were there. Yeah, the Power Rangers were there. The whole gang. There were no Power Rangers. Yeah, I don't there. know. You don't know. I saw the fucking thing. You That's know why everybody I know. that was at the wedding. Yeah, they showed everybody. I mean, there could have been people that didn't show on camera that were at the wedding. Oh, Lord. Anyway, what I'm saying is I like it when different groups come together. Yes. I enjoy that. Crossover episodes, uh, those are always a a favorite of mine. Um, So Jessica Rabbit hit Roger Rabbit over the head and put him in the trunk. And then... uh, with a pan, classic. With a classic pan over the head move. And I like that stuff too. The just the the um, satire of all the different cartoon tropes. Yeah, they did a lot. That was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He stayed up. He stayed up. He straight up. Eddie said, "What's up, Doc?" Yeah, he did say, "What's up?" Like, he he became more that was exciting. Willing to accept the Looney Tune uh, way of living as the movie progressed. Uh, so where we left off, Eddie, you know, everybody thinks that Maroon like tried to like set Jessica Rabbit up and, and Roger Rabbit up and like everybody thinks Maroon's the one that killed everybody. That's where the, so that then that's right. what so that's why they went to Maroon's place and he's like, no, nah, man, I just I black I, I just tried to blackmail uh, Roger Rabbit just so I could like get a better cartoon. I love the cartoons. I'm not trying to kill anybody. Yeah. And then somebody pulled out a gun, shot him. That's weird. Eddie went out of the way and then he looks out the window and he sees Jessica Rabbit running away. So we're like, did Jessica kill him? That's where we're at. I thought it was weird because I just don't remember children's shit having killing. Ah, yeah. Like it just was so weird to me because, well, it it was PG. So it had like straight up, he got shot and he died. He got shot and he died. And I'm like, I guess I saw killing all the time. There was titties, there was murder. When. Like when I watched it, because there wasn't like children's programming then. Mm-hmm. But at some point, and then I was thinking, like, if I had kids, would I let them watch Killing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would probably be somewhere between being like freakishly conservative and like, they can't watch people fighting. That's not kind. And then also being like, nah, fuck, I don't feel like watching them right now. Watch whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they'll just learn <laughs> that death is real at a at a younger age. Maybe it'll oh, be good that's for them scarring. to know consequences. That happened is to it? me. It was awful. It's scarring to know oh, that yeah. the actions have consequences. No, that death is real. That yeah. was that messed me up forever. I think it should be like the first thing that a kid learns before they learn how to talk. Because my fear of death came from when I watched Helter Skelter uh-huh. when I was like 13 years old. And Helter and Skelter people. is a band. No, it is a movie. Ah. It's also a song, but it ah. was a movie of a documentary or not. I mean, it was a lot. It wasn't a documentary, but it's real life. Uh, I forget what they call those biopic, whatever. Sure. It was uh, Charles Manson. Charles like, Manson starred in it? Charles Manson, it's the story of Charles oh, Manson and his, him like, being a cult leader. And, I was like, I didn't know about his acting credits before. Oh God. <laughs> and he just 
killed so many people that yeah. like I feel like it was. I know a the Charles Manson story. I didn't know that yeah. it was called that. I don't know how many hours in I was like, Dad, I'm gonna die. And he's like, uh, I don't think you should watch this anymore. Yeah. I so many parts of this, it's just so f- fucking crazy watching something and then your favorite memories of it when when you see them. So then they go to the Looney uh, land, Toon land, whatever it's called. Yeah, that did not look familiar at all. And then that, was, all the that was the only I'd parts like... that I remember that looked familiar to me. I, I remember wow. that. But before then, the part that freaked me out, that freaked me out that I got excited to see was the, the talking bullets. Yeah, that I was I loved fun. the guns. I like the talking bullets. So, they had, so he had this cartoon gun that he held on to ever since because he used to work be willing to work with tunes before his brother got killed by a tune, right? Yeah, so, origin so, story. It's the origin story. So in his car, he had uh, like a box that he just never opened. And the bullets were like, ah, where you been, Eddie? And there was like a Native American. There was like a Westerner. They all had these fun voices. Yeah, Native American one was probably racist. But I mean, once again, for being the only racist part of the movie that I. (laughs) Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe I would have preferred something that some might call racist in uh, Speedy Gonzalez. He was missing yeah. representation, not there. Yeah. But hey, we're going to do. Yeah. Um, I, I liked uh, it was funny because it would be like if you were watching a movie like when we've been watching all the um, Avengers and Marvel stuff and then someone will pop up mm-hmm. like when uh Howard the Duck popped up at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy and like, oh, shit, Howard the Duck. That's how I feel like this was where they got into the elevator and Droopy was the elevator yeah, <laughs> like um, yeah. guy, whatever they call those operator. Uh, I think it's elevator operator, like, isn't it? Yeah. I was like, oh, Droopy. Hey. Yeah. And then I Tweety Bird was involved. Yeah. So then, yeah, we got Tweety Bird. Uh, we got Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny. And they all they all had a short appearance, and th- this was after there was like a fake Jessica Rabbit. That was really weird. Like he just saw some other chick, and, and it she was started- uh, yeah. They there was oh, that's from some other cartoon. I can't remember what it was. They said her name was Lena Hyena, but, but not her specifically. But that oh. idea of like an ugly woman going a man. Oh I've yeah, heard the, I can't remember what it was. And yeah. then like some ugly woman is chasing after. A man just because he's literally a man. Just because he's a man. And she like, and he's just like, I don't want to yeah. be with an ugly woman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was a, a cartoon storyline that was done a lot. Holy crap, that was crazy. Yeah, he so the, yeah, he he like ran he like tried to run away from her and then he ran out of the building and then he just looked down and realized he was standing the classic cartoon thing of like you just look down and then gravity gravity doesn't affect you until you oh, notice yeah, that yeah. you're that there's no ground below you. And then, and then he like, started to Bleak. fall. And then he tried to grab on something and Tweety Bird did some Tweety Bird stuff. It was it was a fun time. It was fun seeing Tweety Bird, Bugs, and Daph and what we what we go uh and, and Mickey together. What we Googled afterwards, that was the first TV appearance ever of uh, Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny being on TV together. That was the very first time. Or on a movie, but yeah. Being on, on a movie. Together. On, on screen yeah. together. That was so, the first time there was no show where they were. I looked it up because I couldn't handle how much I was just like, wait, why are Looney Tunes and Disney together in this? And how did that cost what it cost? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that. It's a Disney movie. And Spielberg was the producer. Mm-hmm. Spielberg convinced Looney Tunes and um, Betty Boop and Felix the Cat and all these different 
cartoon companies to lend their characters to this. As I was just reading Wikipedia. Wow, yes. Spielberg. Shout and out so- to Spielberg. If you're listening to this right now. <laughs> Good job, Steve. I call him Steve. So um, they he convinced them to lend, but they had like stipulations. Uh-huh. And one of this is according to Wikipedia. One of the stipulations was like Daffy and Donald were um, on stage together doing like uh, dueling, p- dueling pianos. pianos. Yep, they had to be equally talented. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That is weird. So I wonder if somebody was upset about the fact that Donald kind of got the best of them, though. I don't know. Because then, Don Daffy Duck had his head stuck in the piano at the end and he was all like, Oh brother, or something crazy. But it ended up oh, it ended up in a draw, and that's why the guy that Ave uh, Acme, uh, who eventually gets murdered, but in the film was just like, They never finished the song. What were some of the other they and he asked other companies and they couldn't get the rights to Popeye, Tom and Jerry, mm. Casper. And some other stuff, mm. which I just thought was really yeah funny that yeah that is interesting why because I couldn't handle it I was like why are all these things here but mm-hmm. yeah that's why. yeah I was wondering that too and the time that they were in like they didn't want to take over the movie they were just like such side characters that they just had some small appearances at, uh, in the beginning and small appearances at the end they didn't progress the plot in any way which is so interesting so then we see that when he when he whipped out the gun that was when he stopped being an alcoholic. Because they were like, where are yeah. you been? And he's like, drunk. That's what he said. And then he was going to drink again before he tested out the gun to see if it still worked. He, yeah. threw, he poured out the, the alcohol. He, he was going to drink it. Then he threw it in the air. And then he shot a bullet that turned into like this Native American bullet. And it was all oh, grabbed a tomahawk and chopped the bottle up. And uh, that's when he stopped drinking. Yeah. So then he starts to go to. You never know, though, because he never acted drunk. He never acted but drunk, whatever. but they never act drunk in movies yeah. where they drink throughout the whole movie. The only time they act drunk is when the scene is about them being drunk. When they have a problem. If, when there's a problem. <laughs> if it's just, but when they're just describing the character as a drunk, it's so interesting to me because they're always like, they always talk about it like it's a bad thing. And then I'm like, it's only a bad thing if it affects your life. This guy's a. This guy's been a successful detective <laughs> for his entire life, drinking all day. I don't think anybody can tell him shit about his drinking. He's <laughs> he doesn't even drive. He says in the film he takes a nickel train everywhere he goes. Like he doesn't yeah, even. Yeah, that was weird. Like it's just like well, who cares? Like what? What is this? It's it. Uh, yeah, I thought that was. He that, was driving with a bottle of liquor and a gun. Yeah, yeah. That that was the time. <laughs> yeah, that was. That Those was the time. Were the days. Those were the days. Um, so uh, yeah, her boobs, dude. Whatever. We're like, amazing, they just, right? They move on their own. That yeah. was tripping me out because yeah. they do like some bouncy crap. Oh, yeah, they like, do. They're moving by themselves. And oh, my God. Yeah, that's that a motherfucking tripped me out. rabbit. Um, and then, oh, man, she said something. He mentioned something about Roger Rabbit. Somehow, Jessica Rabbit said that Roger Rabbit is could fuck. Oh, yeah. I so, forget the line, but I was like, what? So he said something like, uh, she said that he could fuck because she, when she whacked him over the head with the pan and put him in the trunk, and then they they ran off in the alley. He went around trying to uh, shoot a bad guy, and then she tried to, then she shot him, and then the bullets didn't know which direction to go. That was a fun scene. He shot his fun bullets at the, <laughs> at the judge, 
at the bad guy. And then the, the bullets were just like, where'd he go? And then he was like, I think he went that away. Uh, then when they talk, she's like, we got to get out of here. And he's like, where did, where did Roger, the trunks open and Roger Rabbit's gone. And he mm-hmm. took Eddie's car. And then, and then she's like, he's a better lover than he is a driver or something like that. He said something like, she's not, a, he's not a driver, but he is one lover. And he's like, something like that. Cause, yeah. cause then she was like, you bet your ass. I don't know. She didn't curse. I can't remember the right. scene, but Somehow they did make a joke about that. She said that he was good. He was, yeah, and that was and after. That was super weird. And we learned a lot. Well, this is there's a lot of notes you can learn about life from this movie. He said, "What do you see in him?" And she just said, "The only thing she said, she was just like, he makes me laugh." That was it. He makes me laugh. She didn't go into any other details. She was just yep. like, "He makes me laugh." It's a Pete Davidson origin story. Oh He's yeah. Yeah, that, that was a really a Pete Davidson uh, type of moment. So then they find out that the judge is the bad guy, right? Yeah. Because he killed everybody. They go to the Acme Studios, to the warehouse, and then they have them all surrounded. The weasels show up. The judge, the bad guy is there. They call him Dune. I didn't know his name was Dune the whole movie. Ah, uh, yeah. So, they, so then uh, the weasels uh, reach into her. He's, he's just like, uh, oh, they're trying to find the will. And they think that they have the will on them. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, check him. And they're like, he doesn't. They're like, you can check uh, check her. And he's like, with my pleasure. And then he like just reaches his hand and just grabs a whole bag of titties. He just he, he just reaches whole, his hand, just shoves in, in there. the front of her dress. I feel like that wouldn't even be a thing that could be on now. Yeah. But when he reached in there, there was... There was a, a like a metal trap grabbed his hand and like it was like a trap in her titties. And then uh, Eddie was like, nice booby trap. Yeah. Great. Great. Great joke. Yeah. Cartoons aren't, you know, they're already making cartoons less fuckable. You know, ain't no Jessica oh, Rabbit. Oh, yeah. Gonna, if Eminem can't wear high heels. heels, then ain't no way in the world Man. Jessica Rabbit's going to have those titties. Fucking what's her name? Lola Bonnie lost yeah, she her got titties. A, she got a, br- a breast reduction. Yeah. Who's the other one? Minnie Mouse put on pants. Minnie Mouse put on pants. Yeah. Like all this time you're yeah. trying to get up they're in that just Minnie Mouse vagina. Less fuckable. You know, what is this country coming to? Oh, <laughs> I, I can't jack off the cartoons. Me and Tucker Carlson. We have a bone to pick with America. Um, Sounds like you don't have a bone. Huh? Yeah. Huh? So then the whole thing was, the, the whole thing around the movie was like, Dune was like, I want to build a highway. So Dune was like, the reason that I want to take over Looney Tunes is so I can buy it, so I can destroy it with my dip and spray it all over the whole entire magical, crazy Toonie land, which is insane. It's a whole cartoon world where he's just driving around and it was insane and it was beautiful and fun and insane all at the same time and then he wanted to destroy it with the dip and then uh to build a freeway freeway. and they're talking like they did this was before this is set in a setting of like what's a freeway free freeway yeah and he was describing it's so funny to hear a guy's magical plans and he's like we're we're gonna build a freeway and there's gonna be gas stations on exits (laughs) and restaurants and local shops and delis and we're like that's insane for that to be your evil maniacal plan is to just have a successful city. It was good commentary. No, because freeways aren't successful cities. They're bullshit. Sure. I know. Like I, I, from- I know, but but, but but seriously, like that's a crazy, that that's just funny by today's standards of Thanos destroying half of the world. Yeah, yeah. And then now there's just like, 
And now there's just like, I just want to put a freeway. It did sound like, like, because uh, he said, oh, but you can take the nickel car or whatever. You don't need yeah. to drive. And he's like, I'll destroy them. I'm like, oh, you're talking about Detroit. But yep. it just don't have public transportation. So you have to use a car. I like that they did the old banana peel. They did the old banana peel, didn't they? Did they did the kick in the balls. They did. Oh, yeah, because there was a, uh, there was that, yes, yeah, so, yeah, there was the whole scene that went back to the, of like laughter, how power, sometimes laughter is the only, I sounded like Michael Jackson right there. I don't know why. Sometimes laughter is the only thing you it's have. Milk and cookies. <laughs> it's all very charming. There's doo doo feces on the walls. <laughs> Roger Rabbit said something about earlier in the movie about how sometimes laughter is the only weapon we have. And uh, so then Dune gave him an idea and Dune, Dune was like, I'm out, I'm going to go. I'll be back. You guys keep you, you guys make sure you, you watch them. Make sure they don't go anywhere. And uh, and he, you know, the, throughout the movie, he kept on telling them, you better quit laughing or you're going to laugh. To, you're going to laugh yourselves to death. And then eventually that clicked with Eddie and he's like, I need to be zany and make him laugh. And then he literally did this whole routine hitting his head with hammers and shit, bungee pogo sticking into yeah, lights. They did fucking kicking the balls. And then and he that's died. For, uh, the Simpsons uh, did. Remember when they had football this, in the groin? Was oh, the movie yes. that they sent to the uh, film festival. Yeah, and it won, right? I can't remember. I believe it, it won. Because Barney's was really good. I think football in the groin did win. Yeah. But they're like, it's a football in the groin. <laughs> you can't you can't compete with kicking the balls. Yeah. That was I I was in a punk rock band. We had a song called Kicking the Balls. Wow. Do you want to sing us and any of it? Yeah, right now? it went football in the groin or a kick in the balls. I can't remember the rest of it. But we did quote football in the groin. <sighs> for but, those of you just now listen, you know, if this is your first time listening, listening to uh to Jeff and Esther, Esther has the life of Forrest Gump. And <laughs> she just she's done everything in the world and it's an amazing life. She was in a band and there was a song called Kick in the Groin. Kick in the balls. Kick in the balls. Excuse yeah. me. My apologies. But uh, yeah, that was, and oh, when they were uh, when he was killing everybody, it was like, wow, he he killed. He, yeah, they he, made that joke. He took them all to crush city. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Every comedian posts on Facebook about how every white they took comedian, the audience to crush city. Yeah, and they did. And Roger made that joke. He's like, "You're killing them." And then they 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 left their they soul died. like the left weasels their, died. The weasel soul left their body. So then, then uh, Dune mm -hmm. ends up the big reveal. Spoiler alert: He's a tune, and it got ugly. Like if I was little and watching that, I wouldn't like it. That freaked me. I, was I know I, I would have freaked and it out. It was great. No, his that. skin his skin was weird. He got his skin flat. was weird because he was wearing a he suit. He was creepy. Because he was wearing like a skin suit the whole yeah. time. It was creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. He got flattened by this what... like big roller thing because he got stuck to like to some yeah, glue. Yeah, I don't and then know that's what... when we realized when we learned he was a tune, and he's I like, know. "I killed your brother," and it was all crazy. I don't know what he looked like as a tune, though. Did they ever really show no, that? They didn't really show okay. what he looked like as a tune. They just it's showed like his soul was a tune, and he was just a shell a of a human. Yeah, Ugh, it was creepy. Yeah. and then he wanted to kill all the tunes, but he was a tune. He's a self-hating tune. What he is... was, a, yeah, he was a self-hating tune. Oh, it was just so weird. It was yeah, creepy. Yeah, there's layers. Yeah, 
He was a self-hating tune, and then uh, he melted in the dip, in his own dip. He ended up melting, and he was screaming. Because then he made that crazy noise. So you find out that he was the one that killed his brother because he was the same. T- not only is he a tune, he was a tune, was a br- the first reveal, and then he was the tune that killed Eddie's brother, saying that, you remember this voice? And then he used this creepy, high-pitched voice that was the same voice that uh, he remembered because he always just... So- heard somebody talking in a high-pitched voice that dropped a did some looney tune stuff that dropped a piano or forget what oh, it was yeah. on his brother on his brother's head so he just assumed that that was a that that was you know a tune and it, and he did assume right but he so but he didn't think it would be him because this guy looked like a person the whole time great fantastic movie there's there's plot this ain't just cartoons running into each other you know that is true and then at the end so he had to save them, like Jessica Rabbit and Roger were hanging from the ceiling and the dip was going to spray them and yeah. the dip was everywhere. And in the end, he had to rinse out the dip and the big dip machine got hit by a tune train. Yeah. And then the dip just goes into the sewer. And I'm he, like, he sprayed now water. it's like the Flint water, or the Flint City water mm. of tune land. Yeah. There's dip in the water. Yeah, that definitely poisoned the water supply yeah. for sure. I mean, there has to be negative effects of, of rinsing all of the the dip around, um, and then the the and then the, the will, they saw on the love letter that Roger wrote, um, it he found the stain appeared on his shirt that re- was removed earlier on with disappearing ink. He got spilled by acne with disappearing ink, and then the stain appeared again, and then Roger was like. See, it's Acme's disappearing, reappear, uh, reappear, uh, disappearing, reappearing ink, <laughs> and that's what was written on. That's what was used to write the will was disappearing, reappearing ink. The Looney Tunes were like, "Yay, we have the will! It shows that he wanted to leave the town to us, so now we keep the town, and nobody can take it from us." All of the cartoons that were around, uh, that we all saw, they all cheered for joy. Um, he did some more Looney Tune stuff. He thought he would be angry because they did the buzzer handshake trick, and then oh yeah, because he was like, "All right, are you gonna be Looney now or Zany yeah. or whatever? Are you gonna stop being a yeah stick in the mud or whatever the fuck he called him." Yeah, yeah. And then he kissed him. He's like, "Well, let's see. You think he's gonna choke him?" And then he gives the him a big kiss. Kiss. Classic. And it was a it was based on a book. Never knew that. That was crazy. It's based on a book. Steven Spielberg. Good old Steve. I'm telling you, Steve. Look, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to talk. I know he's I don't even know why I'm assume like at talking like I don't know. I know Steve is listening. He's one of our he's one of our 32 listeners is, is Steve. It's about qu- quality, <laughs> not quantity. I like the lack of Roadrunner. Not a fan of Roadrunner. Not a fan of Roadrunner. Why? It just was always boring. It was just the same thing over and over. Oh, because you don't like action. Yeah, I don't like action. That's probably why I didn't think I wanted to watch this movie because it seemed like a lot of action. Wow. I like you... like relationship shit. I don't really like action. She likes the part of the movie that people want to fast forward. That's crazy. You just like the relationship so much that you view action and explosions and the part that's probably the most expensive part to make of every movie, that's what she thinks is boring. If there's like an amazing fight scene, she'll just like be like, this is boring. And I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. It just seems like it's just going on and on. And I'm like, just tell me the outcome. 
Like I don't. So you don't actually look at it and see I mean, I what see they're doing. I see what they're doing, like but he it doesn't grabbed do his hand and he flipped me. them this way. Like when you watch yeah. it, like that, that. It's like watching a bunch of people dance. I mean, I guess I'd rather watch people dance, and it reminds me of just people dancing. It's coordination. But if people danced, got hurt, it would be way more exciting. No, I'm not into it. Also, when we're looking stuff up. Um, I was watching the credits because I was tripping out on that because I was trying to figure out the whole Looney Tunes Disney thing. And then uh, there was a singing sword. It was Frank Sinatra. It was yeah. really Frank Sinatra. And but they was, just took some old recordings of him and, and put it on Yeah, he put was, it on the sword. He was alive during the time period, they say, but they didn't yeah. have him re-record anything. And Kathleen Turner, who Jeff wasn't exactly sure who that was, but I remember her from many movies in the She's 80s. She's the voice of Jessica Rabbit. And she was not credited. That's mm-hmm. insane. And it mm-hmm. said that she wasn't credited because eh, she was pregnant. She just felt like going to the studio and like not caring. And she just voiced her for the heck of it. And that's yeah. crazy that's now. That's what it says. That's insane. Because it's just there's no way an animation now is just such a yeah. huge deal. So many people are voices of things that yeah. I mean they do like the fact that they don't have to get dressed up and they can just go to the studio, but they're not gonna not take credit. Take for credit it. for it. That's crazy. Like I'm assuming she got paid at least. Jeez. Um and then we found out that Bart Simpson was the shoe that got burnt. Yeah, and, that's crazy. And then too. died early. But she's a voice actor. Yeah. I don't know what else she did, but she's definitely just a voice. I don't mm. think she's ever been on something that's had her face, I don't think. So we also found out that Jessica Rabbit was based on Droopy's girlfriend. Yes. There's another Tex Avery cartoon that I almost did for this, probably going to be in the future because we don't have memories, so Jeff won't even remember that we're saying this, but there was a cartoon with a wolf and he was rapey. oh that makes sense because it, her name is like Red Riding Hood something. Yeah, but it's, like, but it's Droopy's girlfriend. Why is Droopy dating Red Riding Hood? No same, sense. What do you mean? It's but, same. It's the same d- dynamic. A person that you don't think would well, be yeah, with a for hot one th- chick. Yeah, it's another Droopy is. He doesn't even have a great personality, yeah. and he's just Droopy looking. That's his name, and. No um, one can argue he's not droopy looking. Y- and right. he is with a hot chick, and then this wolf is trying to bang what is the it hot called? chick. Is it called Hot Red Riding Hood? Her name is... Red Hot Riding Hood or, or Miss Vavoom. That's crazy. And every time they show her, that's got the sexy music and stuff. So that's what Jessica Rabbit was based on. Yeah. Well, then somebody else went into more specifics and said that, uh, like... Her attitude was like inspired by Tinkerbell and her looks was inspired by Marilyn Monroe. Like there's a mixture of a whole bunch of other people too, not just, uh, but she was also based on Red Ride, Red Hot Riding Hood and uh, slash Miss Vavoom, who was also the character that the original creator um, uh, lusted after as a boy, it says. Wow. Yeah. He drew himself a porno. Yeah, he did. Good for him. That That's... That's a full life right there. And then her real last name is uh, Krupnik, Jessica Krupnik. That's her maiden name? That's her maiden name. That's her... Wow, they just did it all. I don't all. say maiden name. I say your real last name. That's her real last name <laughs> is Jessica Krupnik. And that was... They, we learned that from 
uh, an eight or nine minute short that was a prequel to uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit that was released the next year in 89 before Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Before, oh, they showed it before. They showed it. In it the was theater. the opening. Yeah, it was the opening of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It was a nine minute, eight to nine minute short uh, prequel. I forgot they used to do that. I feel like I saw a short before not that long ago. Yeah, I like Ice I went Age to a and stuff used to have like other, like I remember like other Disney movies having little yeah. things like and that. And then I was like, oh no, I think we're in the wrong movie. Yeah. And then was I with you? Yeah, I think, yeah, because I remember Googling it in the theater. Like, yeah. does this movie start with something else? <laughs> the and then there was like a see? thread of people that were like, yeah, don't panic. You're not in the wrong theater. I'm like, that's Reddit saves everything. They all, okay, I looked up a lot on Wikipedia and it was super interesting. Um, this movie cost, they wanted to it to be 50 million, and Disney was like, no. Screw you! We're not gonna. That's too much. So they did thirty million, mm. and it was the most money that any animation has ever they've ever spent on an animation at that time. Oh shit! Which is yeah. just so weird because it's just weird hearing Disney go like, "We can't afford that." But yeah, they were saying that the head of Disney's animation thought that live action and cartoon hybrid was going to save their animation department. Mm. Which is so weird. So this was 88, right? So yeah. I'm just June, trying to remember what what other Disney shit was happening. Because apparently to save it, it must have been dying somehow. Yeah, there was something that I read recently of like there was a time some cartoon saved it. I forget. Maybe I think Mickey Mouse saved it. But I forget the exact time frame of it of when. Well, this wasn't Mickey Mouse times. Because 88 so maybe it went was, through another period where it was. Because Little Mermaid came out. In around like 90. Hmm. And that was Disney. I don't remember what. There must have been a lull though. Some at some point. Because there was all the. What they call like the Disney vault. With like 101 Dalmatians and Cinderella and Snow White. And all that stuff. And then. I don't remember much. And then. Uh, then the princesses started coming out. Man Disney stole everything. They haven't had. They had five original thoughts. Like their entire basis of a company is just on movies that were from a time period where everybody was allowed to steal them at the time before copyright laws. Like Little Mermaid. They're like, yeah, this is set in the 13th century. You know what I mean? All of their greatest. Oh, yeah. Lion yeah, King was, wasn't original. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. A true story? Yeah. Like there's a real Cinderella? Her name is uh, Cin Cindrillion. C-E-N-D-R-I-L-L-O-N is the true story of Cinderella. He found a packet of letters from Queen Cindrillion, a Germanic queen circa 8th century AD, that when translated was verified as authentic and was found to be positive proof that the Cinderella story we know of as a fairy tale is a historic event. And that was always fun. Don't, you're, you've always said like Cinderella was just like these women were... Mean so to her, and then man, she was, and there was no time period that existed like that. That, that. That's the thing that's crazy to me of like the exaggerations of like the clearly, beauty is more important than wealth in real life. Okay, it is insane to me that Cinderella was more pretty, was a prettier, more beautiful sister 
than the other than the evil stepsisters or whatever they call them. And they're just like, yeah, but you're well, we're not related exactly, and we've we we come from money, so you don't matter. The real world would just be like, I don't know. I know she's the hot chick, so maybe like, she I, was. That's insane to me. Maybe she just didn't have enough money to have clothes that fit, and like just had ugly hair. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I, I think it's weird that we painted this image of... Maybe she had glasses and a bun and somebody needed to take her hair down <laughs> and take her glasses off. Yeah, that's true. Until a, a girl removes her glasses and takes her hair down, yeah. men have no idea what she even really looks like. That's like a disguise. So I don't remember if I already said... Did I already say that they couldn't get Popeye, Tom and Jerry and... I don't remember if you said it on the podcast yeah, or, or not. to you. I don't remember. I remember hearing this. Yeah. 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 They were trying. Spielberg got convinced uh, Looney Tunes to use them. Oh, yeah. Good old Steve. But then he couldn't get Popeye, Tom and Jerry, Casper. So the original choice to play Eddie was Harrison Ford. Oh, really? But he cost too much. Mm. The second choice was Chevy Chase. Oh, wow. He was not interested. I've also heard Chevy Chase is an asshole. Yeah, I've heard that, too. I've heard that as much as Ellen, but I think we just have to wait because Ellen's a woman. And Ellen's around. Chevy Chase is just Chevy Chase is just like, I'm just an asshole enough for everybody to know, but not enough for anybody to do anything. Yeah, all I know is there's a street called Chevy Chase here, and I, I think do. that's weird. Yeah, um, it's weird. Bill Murray was also considered, but what does it say? Due to his idiosyncratic method of receiving offers for roles, Murray missed out on it. What, what the fuck does, does that, that even mean? What is the word you said? Idiosyncratic. Hey, Google, what does idiosyncratic mean? Idiosyncratic is used as an adjective to mean relating to idiosyncrasy, peculiar or individual, similarly to distinctive and characteristic. Do you want to hear idiosyncratic used in a sentence? Yes. Bill Murray used an idiosyncratic method. Here's an example of idiosyncratic being used in a sentence. She emerged as one of the great idiosyncratic talents of the 90s. (laughs) That's a stupid... No. No. What a dumb sentence. What a dumb fucking robot that was. Okay. So anyway, it sounds like, well, idiosyncrasies are like weird habits that somebody has. So what was his habit? Well, what were his habits though? His habits like, I only check. A weird method of receiving roles. Yeah. You have to hand it and give it to a little boy who's got to like go on a boat. Did you write it on the side of a dog sweater? Well, I didn't get it. I I don't know. (laughs) I, I don't know. So... Eddie Murphy reportedly turned the role down. Oh, man. It says, as he misunderstood the concept of cartoon characters and human beings coexisting. Oh, my God. That's so funny. He later regretted this decision. He was just like, so I'm going to be a cartoon? Oh, he was Shrek. So how about donkey? That's when when he understood it. That's why he (laughs) took Shrek, because he missed out on the Roger (laughs) Roger Rabbit money. And then there's a million. I ain't doing this again. A million other people, it says, were considered for the real Robin Williams, Robert Redford, Jack Nicholson, Sylvester Stallone, Ed Harris, like all these people. And they got that little stumpy guy. Because he was the only one that understood the role. And so Charles Flesher was Roger Rabbit's voice, which I think it's so weird that most of these people in the movie had never seen in anything else or heard them. That was another reason I don't think I watched it. 
because I was like, I don't know any of these people. He dressed in a Roger Rabbit costume the whole time they were filming. That's hilarious. Say that again. So the guy, Charles Flesher, who was the the voice of Roger voice, Rabbit, he dressed in a Roger Rabbit costume. Yes. Oh, on my God. Set. That was That's great. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry. Well, the reason that I missed uh, uh, that last sentence of yours is because I was Googling uh, Bill Murray's weird ways that he accepts roles. <laughs> and are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, American actor and comedian Bill Murray has been known for not having an agent or manager in that the only way he accepts role offers is by responding at random to messages from unlisted toll-free fr from an unlisted toll-free telephone number that he created. So like we could just He made yeah, he made a number to be in a to film in if a we know the number. I mean maybe now this I mean who knows. Uh, but there's a list of the following is a list of this is a Wikipedia page of list of films Bill Murray was considered to appear in. And it's just films that he missed out on because he's got a weird fucking backwards way. Of, he could have been in. He, he doesn't he, even have an agent. He at the, I don't know. This is just at the time. I mean, but he didn't for all of these things. And this is a list. Are you ready to hear some of these? Yeah. Star Wars. He was going to be he was asked before to be Han Solo. Wow. Um, Animal House, Donald Boone Scrunchen. I don't know how to pronounce that last name. The Jerk, Airplane, Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Dead Zone, Lost in a. This is a. Oh, this is. It's just every movie that came out movie. in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, and then, well, no, no, it keeps. Let me go start from. It goes all the way up until uh, How Do You Know in the Charles 2010, uh, before the Iron Man 2008. What? Shut said, up. He yeah. couldn't be Iron he Man. Wasn't, no, the movie Iron Man. Oh, okay. He wasn't going to be Iron oh, okay. Man. It just says unspecified role. Yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, no, there was more recent ones. Charlie oh, and the Chocolate Factory, God. Bad so Santa, this is, Shrek. This is... He was going to be... They asked him to be Shrek. So it, it, how does he do it again? He accepts the roles offered by responding at random to messages from an unlisted toll-free telephone number that he created. The arrangement has made it difficult for filmmakers to contact Murray and cast him in their films. As a result, Murray has gained a reputation for missing out on a number of opportunities to portray certain characters in films Whoa. he was considered to appear in. So he'll say, like, you just call this number, and it's like, you've reached Bill Murray, and if you want to book me on a, <laughs> on a movie, yeah. press one. TV for show, press two. Yeah. That's he's insane. Just, he's just living... And then there's an article that came out in 2019 explained why he created his 1-800 number uh, on some IndieWire website. So so this is uh, how Roger was. Like you said, Jessica Rabbit was a combination of shit. Yeah. Roger was a combination of Tex Avery's cashew-shaped head. What? Apparently Tex Avery had a cashew-shaped head. The swatch of red hair like droopies. I forgot he even <laughs> had that. Goofy's overalls, because Roger was really fucking into Goofy. Porky Pig's bow tie, Mickey Mouse's gloves, and Bugs Bunny-like cheeks and ears. <laughs> How specific. Yeah. I mean, they really did a good job of making a whole new person out of that. Mm-hmm. They really did. He really was his own character. Uh, oh, and do you know who Tim Curry is? No. Everybody, it's funny. There's memes on my Gen X Facebook group that are like, everybody knows Tim Curry from something. I'm sure I'd, I don't know enough. Like, I can't rattle off enough Tim Curry stuff for, to know what you know him from. But you know him because everybody knows Tim Curry. Oh, hold yeah. on. Hold on. Hold on. Tim Curry. 
I'm going to, he is, to me, he's Home Alone 2. Okay. For yep. me, he is Rocky Horror Picture Home Alone Show. 1 is actually in both. Okay. He's Rocky Horror Picture Show for me. Uh, so um, he's the sweet transvestite, transsexual mm. from Transylvania. Um, he auditioned for the role of Judge Doom. Mm. But afterwards, the producers found him too terrifying. <laughs> I was scared of fucking Christopher Lloyd. That's fucked up. Sting was considered for the role. Really? Wow. Ew. He avoid blinking his eyes while on camera to perfectly portray the character. Ew. Oh, this was made, and I kept trying to think of this too. This was made before computer animation and digital compositing. So how do they so, do it? They just drawing. drew it? I mean, that's how... Animation was. That's crazy, man. First, the animators and layout artists were given black and white printouts of the live action scenes known as photostats, and they placed their animation paper on top of them. The artists then drew the animated characters in relationship to the live action footage. Yeah, this would be a really cool documentary. It probably already exists. Yeah. Okay, so Bill Murray, uh, this is insane. So basically, he, from what I'm reading, he was like, I... I just want to work when I want to work. Who doesn't? And so for him, it was like he just didn't. It what? And so that I get, he also just didn't want to get bothered by. So he never he didn't get an agent. So then um, it said in a recent interview, the actor explained that he created the number, which is not listed, and only passed around through word of word, through word of mouth to keep Hollywood agents off of his back. And it said, this is a direct quote of him. I had a house phone and it would just ring and ring, Murray said. Finally, I'd pick up the phone and I'd say, who in the fuck is calling me and letting my phone ring like that? The agent would say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm calling for so-and-so. And I'd say, look, you can't do this. This is my house. If I don't answer the phone, don't do that because you're making me not like you. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he understood the pressure at the other end of the line. Their job is get Bill Murray on the phone. They have nothing else to do. So he decided one more step was necessary. I just unplugged the phone, and then I got this 1-800 number, which is very handy, he said. He was like, look, I don't, I ain't, I'm not trying to be in the greatest movies of all time. I'm not trying but to. But he still is but he in still a lot is. of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, because he's talented enough that it was just people were like, you know, they made it an effort. Well, now he's just mostly in Wes Anderson films. but Sure. I think but, he just hangs out with that dude. And sure. So he's just like, yeah, make another movie. Yeah, fuck it. I'm just sure. picturing him as the detective. And then I just think that's, but I kind of like. They were all, there was. But it's there's something interesting too. Um, I mean, I, I probably, if I would have watched it, I probably would have been the first thing I saw him in. What were we watching before that there was a director saying that they wanted no-name people to be people that don't have a reputation because then you can do proper character development. I, I think of a lot of shows and movies like that now where I'm like, how much of this was the opinion that I had of the actors going into it or lack of opinion that I had of the actors going into it? Because you can really be fooled properly with no expectations. But you know, for the most part, certain characters are not going to be a bad guy. Certain it characters was insecure. Are, it was insecure. We were watching the documentary about insecure, yes, and, that and was they great. were talking about how they wanted actors that were just good for the parts because it was unusual for a lot of shows with mainly like a black cast that they felt like they always needed a star to carry it, yeah. marketing wise. 
and because they were given less of a shot to be marketed Issa to begin with. Like, so they were like, we need yeah. a big name actor. Issa was like, fuck the, that. I'm just yeah. getting who I think is plays the best for the part. these yeah. characters. And they totally got people that were no name people. And, and then you could all of their only think of them, of them as that character. Yeah. Like, so like when she was like, oh, you got Lawrence and he's Lawrence. He's nobody. Else. He's not Denzel Washington pretending to be Lawrence. Yeah. Which was what she wanted. We were talking about that, how that was with This Is Us, which we love. And how like when you look at all those characters, a lot of them weren't. I don't remember them in a lot of other stuff. But yeah, this did that very well where it doesn't yeah. feel like somebody else was you're watching. Because now I'm perform thinking it. of Bill Murray in it. And I'm like, I don't think it would have been as good of a movie. Bill Murray, would he be would he be an asshole? Well, it's like or would when, he be zany and likable throughout the whole movie? This guy was the reason you liked him is because he start he was doing good things, but you believed him that he didn't really want to. Yeah, because that's just the situation he got brought in, and then throughout the movie he became a better person and wanted to do good for yeah. the sake of being of doing good. And I don't know if Bill Murray, I would believe maybe if this was the first movie I saw Bill Murray in is what I was trying to point out. I could believe whatever, but it, if I'm watching this today and I'm watching Bill Murray be an asshole at the beginning of the movie, I'm like, when was Bill Murray a dick? I wouldn't no, believe he's that. he's played assholes. Has he? Yeah, I can't mm. remember what, but I know I've seen him play assholes. Mm. But it's like Robin Williams being the genie in Aladdin. That was Robin Williams. Every uh, time it's Robin Williams, it's Robin Williams but doing sure, a But sure, but there's some... Well, not every time. But there's when some he things that roles, he's in where he that's fucking, the only person... I don't think there was a better cast... Thing in television history than Robin Williams being the genie in Aladdin. I guess, the but movie, it's Robin Williams being the genie. It's not the genie. That was that was that. I don't know. It, that was a, a flamboyant, fun but genie. Maybe that's because you saw it as a kid. Sure, it could. And be. You didn't already have. But I'm sure there's from Orc stuck in your head. But I'm sure that there's uh, articles written about it of like the, the, without him being the genie, that movie is a bad movie. There's no success of Aladdin without specifically Robin Williams being the genie. He that genie he made that movie. There's certain things. You know it's who like, yeah, made you your childhood? Cocaine. That's who made your childhood. Hey, hey you know what? I, I sure. I don't know. Hats off to cocaine. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, this, this episode is sponsored by cocaine. What yes. do you want from me? But uh, yeah, there's certain movies where it's like you know that that, that I, I can appreciate that aspect too. Where it when you watch The Grinch. Jim Carrey is the Grinch. Ugh, rubber face. Sure, but but Grinch is a rubber face. Yeah, you're right. Anybody other than Jim Carrey is a worse Grinch. I don't think I've ever seen the Grinch. You've like seen it. You didn't I mean, sit I've down and watch it. it. But it's I been on the TV. It. If you see it for ten seconds and you see Jim Carrey doing yeah. ten seconds of Grinch, you're and like, he's Jim Carrey that though. No, he was the fucking Grinch. That's what to I'm me, telling I see you. Jim Carrey. And then the I see did you read the Fireman, cartoons? Did you Fireman read the Grinch in a storybook? Fuck. He was a yeah. fucking character. He, Jim Carrey is a cartoon character in yeah. real life. Yeah. But uh, hey, Roger Rabbit, classic movie. Both thumbs up. Uh, love you all. And, uh, you know, see check you out Roger. Time. Yeah, see you next time. Watch Roger Rabbit yourself, guys. That's my shit. Hey, guys. Hey. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed That's this episode. Shit. Yeah. Of That's My Shit. That's my shit. Uh, I have been Jeff Horst. And Astra Navarez. You can follow me at Jeff Horst, J-E-F-F-H-O-R-S-T-E, on all social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Um, uh, if you want to check out some upcoming shows, uh, jeffhorst.com. 
and uh, all of my upcoming shows uh, will be there. I got uh, I got quite a few in February. Um, doing, I'll be at the Comedy Store February 24th, and then at the Hollywood Laugh Factory on a uh, fantastic show called Chocolate Sundays. Uh, the 27th of February and some other shows as well. I'm not going to list them all, but you know what? They're there. I'm, we're, we're going some places. We're, we're doing some stuff. Check out the, check it all out. Jeffhorse.com. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, uh, follow me at Astro toy, E S T A G R T O I. And, uh, I don't have a full February like you do. So, <laughs> Just working my ass off. Yeah, doing, holy shit. Doing 15-hour days of yeah. editing podcasts, then recording podcasts and editing my own podcast. I just edit podcasts. That's yeah, what that's I do 24-7. But I, I have a show February 9th at Flappers, so yes. fuck you. So how about that? All right. Wasn't trying Let's to sh- fight, bitch. I wasn't no, I'm just kidding. To- I know. You're not. You're trying to also make a living in yeah. this world in, that in, in we Mar- live in. In March, I'll be in San Diego and... Uh, uh, I'll be in Boise, uh, Idaho. Is that the state that has a Boise? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Whatever state uh, claims Idaho or whatever state claims Boise. Yeah. That's uh, there's a comedy festival uh, that uh, that I'll be doing uh, the 25th, 26th of March. So check that out as well. And uh, check out our other podcast. It's called We're Freaking Out. Yes. And it's also on, we're, both of them are on the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Planet Ant is a theater in Hamtramck, Michigan. So follow them, find them on social media, Planet Ant, D-E-T. And, uh, so all right, so, uh, yeah, find us on, find That's My Shit on social media. Like, subscribe. We're on all the podcast platforms. And, um, yeah. Very easy to to find on my link tree. I got everything listed. If you find me on social media, uh, click on the bio. You can find all of my podcast information. Yeah, comment. We like hearing back. Like, subscribe, comment, smiley face, emojis. Do all of the social media things. All right. We love Thanks. you. Bye. Bye. That's my shit. That's my shit. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.